Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on it. Episode 646. For April 5th, 2021. Happy Easter. Or is it Hoppy Easter? This is me and Anthony. Yep. I can, I, did you hear that? Everybody just clicked off. Delete from my iPhone. <laughs> oh. We're recording on Easter, and that's why there's only two people, because everybody else. Is busy painting eggs. Because you know. Yeah. I, boy, I think they're supposed to be painted beforehand. <laughs> I, I mean, you might paint them in the morning and then hide them in the uh, afternoon. It'd be really weird, but okay. You know boy bunnies don't lay eggs? You know, you know girl bunnies don't lay eggs. <laughs> Did you see that picture floating around? No. So that was a thing on Twitter. I saw this picture, and literally the, the, the quote tweet just said, who wants to tell it? It was a picture of a sign from a church that said, just in case you didn't know, boy bunnies don't lay eggs. I was like, I see where you're trying to go, but m- m- maybe read a book. A different book. Not that book. Different book. It clearly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's our... Doozy, Jesus Christ! Um, I don't even know how to respond to that. I didn't either. Reasonable manner, like, um, there's there's a lot going on in there that I just I really don't. Yeah, I kind of was just like, all right, this is why the internet was invented. (sighs) Anyway, you stupid people. Pretty much. This will be the show where we say, oh, this will be a short show, and then it won't be. Uh, As I'll tell you right now, I got uh, at least four emails. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I can see the tweets that we got from the message yesterday. Yeah. And then we have one for today. Um, And then I have a feeling one of those questions is going to take me a while to go through. But uh, yeah, all right, well, fuck it, let's let's get on. At least the news, I think, is short. Yes, yeah, there wasn't a ton of news. I mean, there was a big one, but... I I guess I could start off by saying uh, you and Ryan are wrong. Knights is a good game. No, no. Hold on, I will defend it, and then I will ask you to argue my defense. If you go in looking at it as a platformer, it is awful because it's not a platformer. Like th- that is not what is expected of that game. Oh yeah, if you look no, at I it know. as a score attack game. I 
and don't get me wrong, I understand a lot of it is is tech demo-y stuff. Like it's doing transparencies, it's um a 3D game on a console that can't really do 3D. I totally understand that. And I think the sequel, while it had its flaws, definitely worked some of that stuff out and and fleshed it out into a bigger game. Um, but uh I I think Knights is a good game. And the only reason why I say that is that like and I'm, I'll have to defend my statement from before because I still haven't played the game, but I played the demo for Balance Wonder World. Yes, okay, sorry. I always forget if it's world or land. It's world. Um, my issue is, is that it felt like every choice it made was in the complete and opposite direction of fun. Like, it, I think notoriously I tried last year to go through um, Donkey Kong 64 and then bailed. Yeah, and like, there's there's a little too much in that game. And in in Bound Wonder World, it, it's a it's a similar but not what you would think problem. Um, the levels were linear uh, in the demo, so I'm assuming the whole game's going to be like that. I haven't heard anything differently. Yes, that is correct. But my but my issue is is that it's it's kind of like how everybody complains about how you have to keep going back and switching which Kong you play as. That's the problem with the suits in that game. Is like so. Here's a bunch of basic generic things that platformers do, and instead of just giving me a power up that's timed, it's like now I just have it, and I lose it if I die or fall off a edge. Is really what's going to happen. Um, but then I have to go back and get it from where I got it, and neither of those things are fun. Like I just didn't know, and. and Part of it is my my own naivety uh, uh, when I heard that in Yuji Naka, and I forget the other gentleman's name, um, the designer of Sonic, the, the, the design of the actual character of Sonic, uh, because Yuji Naka was the programmer, um, it was my fault to think, well, these two guys are getting together because it's actually missing the third person who took Yuji Naka's programming and the character design of Sonic and planned the actual game out of Sonic the Hedgehog, which made it good. Um, so it was my fault to assume that, but I think that's part of the problem is that like this game is that like Bound Wonderworld, the demo came out and I think everybody was willing to accept a mediocre platformer. But like, I think when we think mediocre, I think we're thinking, you know, six to a seven when it comes to our site. And I think the problem with Bound Wonderworld more than anything is it's like a solid five. It does nothing really technically wrong. But it doesn't do anything of any value, <laughs> and that was like, and I, I'd argue in comparison, Knights at least does interesting things. No. I was angry listening to the podcast last week. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I um, I have since finished uh, my review of Battle of Wonder World, which should be up this week, and I am on the same page. It is a five. Oh really? I nailed it. <laughs> that is, I, I, I've been hovering between five and six because I don't score until you know my proofs are in and I read it for one last time. Yeah. But I've been hovering between a five and a six, and as I was writing it, I was like, you know, I don't hate this game. I, I don't like. I like the worlds. I like the colors. I love the music, even though they stole the Ghostbusters theme. That was funny. Yeah, and by that by, by that you mean the um, score theme. Yeah, the... yeah, not the not the, the... Nah, 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 nah. yeah, not, no, uh, not, not Huey Lewis. I want a new drug. No. Um, 
just so everybody i i didn't understand i was listening to it everybody's like it's stolen and i'm like listening to it and i'm like i don't fucking hear it and then i'm like <laughs> click the other link and i'm like oh now it makes sense yeah that's bad yeah so uh, um, those are the, there's a lot of things I like in that game, but you're right. The stuff that it so you don't know the extent of the stuff that, that it. Oh, the, I saw the box. I saw the box. No, no, box. no, 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 no. That is bad. By that the way. is that not. Is, that is like that is like a glitch that they couldn't program, so they went. Oh, it's it's a feature. So that's not the biggest problem. So yes, the problem of having to get the suits. Obviously, you have to get a key to get a suit, which is even dumber. I don't, I don't understand right. that. I forgot about the key. Um. So here's the thing. There's 80 suits in the game, right? Oh my god, what? Hold on. There's probably <laughs> really only about 15. Still, 15's a lot. No, no, no. Oh, what I'm saying is is that there are 80 suits, but there's only about 15 differences between... Right. Like, like you can I understand get two that. suits that do basically the same, the thing. same thing. I got that when you said oh, there's only about 15. Yeah. But 15 is still too much for what... Some of them accompany you just are basic fucking things. Oh, by yeah, the way, spin jump I, or jump. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, when I said it ran poorly on Xbox, uh, no, it's just me looking at the background and having issues. Yeah, the... Um, like, I'm like, oh, okay, that effect is kind of jarring, but it's, I'm it's like, very no, Sega... this, is, this runs way better than the Switch version, which is just... Yeah, the, the Sega Saturn, like, stretchy polygon effect is very jarring at times. Also, and... in... in... One of my favorite things, and I had to mention it in the review. So I don't know if you've noticed kind of like how things will appear and disappear in the world. Yes, it sort of dithers in and out. So there's a there's a level, I think it's like the third level, that's like a water-themed level. There oh, is no, a yeah. giant, like, 50-foot girl sitting at the beginning of the level that just appears and disappears, like, without any kind of... I don't know. It's like there's nothing that kind of triggers it except the way you turn the camera. And I, I will not lie, it scared the absolute shit out of me. Uh, well, the first level that has that giant farmer that's sitting there and he disappears as you move towards him. And you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's... There's some weird shit going on in that game. My comments last week were more like people are making this game out to be a pariah of the internet, like one of the worst <laughs> games ever made. And it is no, not that is that. not true. That yeah, that I agreed with that because you were right on saying that whatever that shitty Xbox game is that you showed on Twitter. Um, oh God. Yeah, like uh, you know, I played the bad games of last year, and like most again, or not last year, the year before, and like most of them were you know not awful they were just not great yeah um you know you go from perfect weapon which is a fucking awful game and i say that because i think it was all of ours i think we agreed it was the worst game we played that year and then you go to something like haze which by no means is a great game i thought the story wise it was doing something different from other shooters um but the other two uh, didn't like it as much and um you know duke nukem which is just okay yeah it's not anything special it's um, it's the most offensive non-offensive video game ever and and i think i think <laughs> part of the issue is that bound wonder world rather than just coming out and us finding out it was yuji naka and and um i fucking i feel so bad hold on i have to look up his name well just um, to, just to kind of talk about that like I I, st- I talked about this in my review. You think Yuji Naka, you think awesome because you know Fantasy Star and and you know Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff like that. But let's be fair, he, he hasn't, hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything since... of note since Ivy the Kiwi. 
yeah. and even that is questionable. And well, I mean, it, to be, it, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know the other person. I just I I I know yeah, Yuji Naka, and I know the, the the people you're talking about, but I do not know their names. Um. So give me one second. I'm just got to figure out who the artist is, cause I've seen that that um concept art like five thousand times because it's been in like in every documentary I've watched over the oh, last. Oh, for sure, months. and and you see the rabbit because yeah, the rabbit. The ra- the um, rabbit and like the ten other anthropomorphic and the, characters, and, and the thing that's clearly, um, but like the early version of Doctor Eggman, uh, uh, Naoto Oshima, okay. who did, would go on to do Blinks, and uh, like yeah, for R two, but 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 but, but and R two is is his, yep, um, and it's like to be fair, like I think those games sell themselves off of the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 they they do okay games. Like they, they Artune has consistently done good games, but he left in 2010. I don't even know if Artune's still around. To be no, I don't. Honest. No, it Artune, went defunct in 2010. Yeah, Artune was a very short. That was like during that 360. We're gonna get a bunch of Japanese games. Uh, what was that? There was that um, that ninja game, that really bad vampire ninja game. What the fuck was that game called? Um. That thing was awful. Vampire Rain? Yeah, that game. Yeah, well, that was, you know, Blue Dragon. But then they did the Yoshi Topsy Turvy. They did the Yoshi Island DS, which is a good game. People should play that one more. Hey, Blinks um, is a good game. Yep, and Blinks 2 is weird, but is also good. Blinks reasons. 2 is fucked up. The The last story was their final game. You know, mm. like, it's like... But so so Artune did good stuff, but let's be honest... Uh, he's the character designer. Like he's not the game designer. Yuji Naka is a programmer. Um, And as soon as he's kind of gone with Sega as a producer, like he doesn't, you know, uh, let's tap, let's catch uh, Ivy, the QE uh, fishing resort, which I've actually heard is very good, but still Digimon all-star rumble, which is not the game people wanted it to be. Um, he was producer on the original version of Rodeo the Sky Soldier, which was then changed when the publisher brought it to the Wii U. Um, and then he did some Street Pass games that were good, but I mean, they were Street Pass games. so Kind of like a Rare like, doing Connect games. It's like, yeah, they're yeah. fine. but And like uh... he, and, and Bound Wonderworld is the first game he's directed in a long time. And it's a awful because I read the story that Square Enix basically told him he had one shot. <laughs> and he, but again, he's not the guy. So the third guy is uh, Hirokazu Yasuhara, who was the game planner for Altered Beast, the game planner for Fatal Labyrinth, and then the game planner for Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, the director of Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Sonic and & Knuckles. Uh, you know, uh, And then he would leave and go and join uh, Naughty Dog oh. for Jack and Daxter, or, or technically Jack 2, Jack 3, and Jack X. Also. And then he was also on the original Uncharted. Oh. And the original Afro Samurai, he had a special thanks. Uh, that he, first Afro Samurai game is excellent. He went and did uh, Mario and Donkey Kong minis on the move. And then he's been special thanks, but he's now uh, at Unity. But he was the guy that was the, the game planner. And I was like, I think that they sold this to adults under the, well, this is going to be back to your childhood. And I mean, 
other than the weird way the characters move, like they're in the first Sonic Adventure game where there's like no friction on the ground, their legs just flap around. <laughs> um, I don't see anything that says old platformer there. And that, and that's the reason why I was shitting on it before release. Now, to be fair, I kind of feel bad in hindsight because I didn't think the internet would just dogpile it uh, like they did. I thought I was saying something that wasn't, wasn't popular um, or, or wasn't being said because I figured this wasn't on enough people's radar. But boy, they fucking beat this thing badly and it's like it's already going down in price but at the same time i don't feel bad because they want 80 dollars in canada for this yeah and they did not send out review code to anybody because they knew yeah so you know it's it's shitty uh it's sad that kind of this is it for yuji naka i don't think that name's going to say anything but you know that's what happens i mean there's a reason why he kind of went off the grid for a long time well i just think about um What's his name with uh, Mighty Number no. Nine? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, KG and right? I, I mean, yeah, I like... even would go as far as Yu Suzuki. Yu Suzuki created what is considered one of the most amazing 3D fighters of all time in Virtua Fighter, but then he does a game in 2020 and it's kind of garbage, you know. <sighs> like yeah, his Yusuzuki. like archaic game design, it just it just doesn't float. Well, it's it's the problem with Yu Suzuki is, and, and I think the same with Yuji Naka, um, Kiji Inafune doesn't really fit because, again, you have somebody who's who was very good in a role, but he kind of fell into the role. Yeah, of, it, like, wasn't, he has, it wasn't his. He was just the artist yeah. that drew the pictures for the original Mega Man, who then was thrust into the director position uh, and then would maintain that. But if you looked at what he did come the 360 era, none of that stuff stuck. Not a single piece of it. Capcom has no more Lost Planet, uh, no more um, Dead uh, Dead Rising. Uh, what else was there? Uh, well, Dead Rising Bionic got Commando off had... to Vancouver a long right time after ago. his first game. Yeah, but like, yeah. And, and that studio's done. That studio doesn't exist anymore. Well, that sucks so... too because like four and five were not bad. You mean three and four? No, four and five. Dead Rising five. No. There's a, there's a Dead Rising 5. Am I crazy? You're crazy. You're thinking Dead Rising 4, which is uh, the mall, again, that had no time limit. Dead Rising 3 was I'm in like, the I'm not crazy. Mid- Wait, hold on. Oh, okay, it was, supposed to, it was supposed to come out. Never mind. Never mind. You Did you play a Dead Rising 5? <laughs> I did. You don't even know about it. My sister's uncle's it, cousin works at Nintendo. Um... But yeah, like it's like that position wasn't his. He fell into it and then he made a bunch of decisions. Like as much as we like DMC, that was seen as a bad decision. And I mean, DMC five is fantastic, but that he didn't do that position well. And it's like these people step out and do stuff that isn't what they're good at. Like um, uh, Yu Suzuki, he was, he was, he was an interesting innovator because he wasn't doing things like other people, but then he doesn't play video games yeah. and he hasn't changed in years. And it's like <sighs> doing different things worked back then up through, I think the early PlayStation one days. I, I mean, got up a... to the Dreamcast into the PS2. Well, it didn't yeah. work on the Dreamcast commercially because people didn't buy into it here. Mm, it didn't That's... do great in Japan either. Uh... I mean, it did well enough to get a sequel, which then made it to the Xbox here. So that's the reason why I say it clearly did something. But it's just like, you know, um, 
Yu Suzuki was very smart in 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 the way he thought about video games, but he was a person that wasn't thinking about them as video games, and it shows. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, but it's just disappointing that all these people, uh, you know, these these classic people. <laughs> and it's so weird because it just clearly shows you how how ahead of everyone else Shigeru Miyamoto is. Yeah, and now he's like, kind of there's not no really doing one that. I mean, he walks in and tells you your game is bad now, but like he can still think of good ideas. You know that because he's come out and said stuff before oh, absolutely. about his his involvement with certain games. Um, he's stepped back since, I think. But uh, regardless, it's just it, Balan Wonderworld is just an example of like them selling to this market and it backfiring in their face. They should have probably kept those names off and just tried to sell this as a platformer. I don't know. All right. Um, Anyways, nice is good. Um, no. <laughs> fuck off. Bad video game. Um, uh, I guess I'll just move into games because I've played. Um, I played some Clubhouse games. That's a really good collection of video games. Uh, when I was away last weekend, uh, I picked it up. And yeah, that's a lot of fun multiplayer. I like the fact that you can just, you know, pull the Joy-Cons off and have two controllers. It's the first time I got to really do that with my Switch. Um. Mario 64 and that bundle, man, some of that stuff. So that game still plays fantastic. Mm-hmm. But you realize, oh, wow, they really asked you to do some weird thinking outside the box in this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Crypto- that is one of the most the- obtuse Mario games. Like Womp's Fortress, take a chunk out of the wall. And I'm like, and I haven't played this game in like 20 years. What the fuck do you want me to do? That game was perfect for my like 16-year-old brain. You know, I think like I'm like, how did I did I figure this out, or did someone say something on the playground? Like some of the some of the clues, I'm just like, yeah, this this means fuck all to me. And other things, it's like, oh yeah, I remember how to do this exactly. That it's so weird how pieces of that game, and it just tells me that like playing the DS game, like they clearly cut out some some stars that you just don't remember. You would have oh, to yeah. go through and be like, oh, no, this one's missing. I compared the list side by side. Um, I played some more Pacer. I think I'm kind of done with Pacer. I'm going to write my review. I uh, loaded up Wipeout and Redout just to kind of compare before I, you know, said anything about it uh, in a review. And um, <sighs> the coloring of Pacer is very, so so muted colors. It feels like somebody took the Gears of War filter and threw it on Pacer. I do like the tracks uh, a lot in Pacer. When, when the yeah, there's some some great tracks, and I like I understand like oh yeah, the snow level should have like very little color because it's snow, right? We're in like um, Russia and stuff, and I'm like that's fine. But then you're like I'm going through Georgia, and Georgia looks the same as every other city. <laughs> Hearing there's um, a Georgia track in like a futuristic racer is just one of the funniest things to me. It, it it's just I find that like there are some levels in there where I go this is awesome and then I look at the other levels and I'm like I'm just racing on a brown track again and it's not the same one as before because I know the twists and turns and stuff yeah. but like why would you lean into that like you have all this neon and all this futuristic stuff and it's like I pop in Wipeout and I'm like yeah that's right this is what this game kind of should look well, like Wipeout's the fucking goat but 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 this is from the same 
group that didn't I quite know, get I know, I so know, but goddamn. Like there's, there's like but, lightning but, in a bottle and you hit it. But but, but even, even something like Red Out, which is very different in hindsight to this. Like in, in, in thought, like thinking about Red Out and you're like, yeah, that's a lot like Wipeout. But then playing Red Out, you're like, no, this is very different than Wipeout. I'm going um, to pull a deep cut on you. You know what one I really liked? Quantum Redshift. I think I had to look that up before for you on this very podcast. It was on the original. It was a first-party Xbox game on the original Xbox. Oh no, I did not look this one up. Yeah, that's the one you yeah, were but, looking but that's up. Just before, it, like you, look, yeah, was it was another one that came out in the the Xbox One PS4 era. Okay, you know, I look at this. I look at the screenshots. I've actually never heard of this fucking game before. Yeah, um, it, it did but nothing, it looks like... but I liked it. But it's like it's got bright graphics. I don't don't feel like I'm just looking at brown, and it kind of reminds me of the visuals of the pod racing, the old pod racing game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like it just it annoys me that everything's the same color when I'm trying to drive around a track, right? And it just becomes monotonous. And it doesn't help that there's no music that I hear that I'm like, this is great. And I'm not looking for licensed tracks. Like that was the thing that stood out to me right away in the wipeout was like, it starts blasting the prodigy invaders must die. And I'm like, well, they couldn't afford this for a uh, independent game, but I'm like, but they could have afforded something like they clearly paid for some licensing, but it's like all the most boring electronic music. And I'm like, this is, disappointing especially as a fan of electronic music i'm not even just saying that because i don't like electronic music i love electronic music but this this game just doesn't have the feeling that it should i should be excited it should feel faster paced and i most of the time i don't feel like anything's kind of happening and every time we have to do some stupid sort of like race where it's like the storm is coming and you gotta last in the storm as long as possible okay like I, I rather just race. I rather do s- other things than this. They ha- always have one where I'm just like, "Fuck this particular mission in this this bunch that I have to finish." It's not like, "Oh, you can pick and choose. You have to do like four out of five or something like that." It's like, "No, this is three. This is before you can unlock four, and one of them is you have to defeat a bunch of enemies with mines." Well, I don't use mines because fuck them. Uh, they don't last long enough. And I can upgrade them with any of the mods for the weapons. So I'm just having to deal with the basic mines that don't last as long. And so I have to basically slow myself down to let people catch up, ride right up on my ass, and then drop the mine. Um, Every racing game's got that mode. Like, Dirt 5 for me was the fucking Gymkhana. I I hate Gymkhana. What else have I played? I played some Binding of Isaac because of the new... DLC oh, yeah, came John out for Re- talked Rebirth about that last week, I think. Um, yeah, it's Binding of Isaac. I don't know what, what I'm going to add. It's it's good. End of story. I uh, needed a game because I, I we've all been talking about this. We need the game that's um, that's you know we're all looking for that game currently to just capture our us. Yeah, for sure. I decided to start up Batman Arkham Asylum again. Oh, that game is so good. Yeah, it's because I bought the. So I was last time I played it was on PS3. Oh, but I have since bought the the collection, and I'm like, it's been sitting on my hard drive for a while. Fuck it, we're starting it up, and uh, yeah, a lot of that game still holds up really well. Yeah, Rocksteady's magnum opus, in my opinion. That game is 
So good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know some people might like City and stuff, but I remember playing City and going, yeah, this is... I don't know if I really liked how open everything is. The best parts of City are when they play more like um, Asylum, where you're in the cramped environments and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then... I'm playing It Takes Two for review. Ha! Ah, I started that. F- I was excited because I where, didn't think I was going to get to play it. And then... Where did you get up to? Uh, we beat the boss at the end of the tree, the big robot bee. So you're done chapter two and you're in chapter three. Uh, the level that we st- that we stopped was the plane. So we, we haven't done the plane yet. Oh, okay. So you're still in chapter two. Yeah, still in chapter two. Um, I'm assuming this is like the last part of chapter two. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, okay. So I'll start off with this. Uh, this is way better. Oh, I fucking way love better this game than a way out. <laughs> a way out. The problem was to me that I didn't care for the characters. I found the story kind of just okay at best, like nothing spectacular. And the gameplay just wasn't really there. Like, you know, there's the segment where you go on a shooting spree, but for the most part, it was kind of like walk a walking simulator mixed with a little bit of Uncharted, which I don't like, of course, and then a, sh- a third-person shooter segment. And it's like, to me, that wasn't really all that fun, and I don't think it did enough stuff interesting. I think the story in this is already far more interesting. The writing of the characters is far what far better um i already like the characters um they really don't like each other though at least from the first two chapters no <laughs> no um the book looks like a character out of a rare game yeah the book is so annoying you'll grow to hate him oh it's, i already it's... i already hate him um oh it gets worse <laughs> but um like one of the things that i that i noticed about this game when i was playing it is i was just like oh my god this is the dumbest fucking thing. Okay, the fucking squirrels with the, 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 the fucking acorn experiments. And I'm just like, this is so stupid. Okay. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but uh, I think the gameplay overall is fantastic. Oh, it's, I think it's wonderful. My complaint is the segment you just finished. It was very long. long. It was very long. It breaks the flow of the game. It doesn't feel like anything else you do in this. There is another segment, but it is so short. And I won't spoil it because it's obviously later on. Um, But it's so short that it doesn't overstay its welcome. The whole... So, I guess to explain to everybody, um, the game is broken up into chapters and each chapters have, like, different parts. For all of chapter two... One person has like a, a gun that shoots nectar, and the other person has a gun that shoots matchsticks. Yep. And you have to use both the you have to shoot somebody with a nectar first, and then the matchstick person has to shoot the matchstick. There is some cool uh, stuff with it. the nectar, like weighing down platforms and stuff. That was sure. That was neat. That all that stuff should have been its own game, though. Because in, again, you don't do anything like that again in this game. There's one thing to have, like, oh, everybody has, you know, for this segment, this person's getting this ability, and this segment, uh, the other person's getting this ability. Well, that was in the first level, too, with the hammer and the nail. Yeah, and it happens throughout, but but I felt like that segment of of the shooting aspect of it, like, didn't have the same flow. 
and it did it, it had it like zero zero effect on the story too it was like this weird deviation from the story for for like a couple hours yeah that's the like. biggest fucking tree ever yeah and so <laughs> i want to say rough estimate a third of our time four chapters a third of our time was in that fucking tree the and game I'm is like six chapters right Oh, fucking God, no! This game I, is about holy... 12 hours long. Holy fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's... So that's I'm my biggest sure That's my biggest issue right now, is this game's... I'm finally hitting the part where it's like, this story should have been hitting this way sooner. It's like... It clearly, um... Uh, Joseph uh, Fares has interesting ideas. It won't, get, it won't take that away from him. Um, and 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 this game, I think gameplay wise is great, and I think the main concept for the story is great. Yep. But like, there's so much shit in between that, like, my friends going, "Oh my fucking god!" Like, can this part of it end? And it's like, yeah, I felt the same way because we were like pushing on, wondering if we were going to see the end yesterday, but probably wouldn't have because of how long this game is. And it's just, it really was the tree segment that was like, that was the whole game. It was like a co-op shooter, and there was like puzzle solving in between. I think that would have been fine, but like, that's really the only segment that's really not platforming based and it's combat based. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, eh. There There are a couple segments, but yeah, it's mostly shooting. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know that that's the segment where I was like, eh, this this definitely didn't need to be here. That being said, we both like this game, and this is the same guy I played a way out with uh, back when I started on the site. That's and... funny because this is I'm playing through this with exactly the same person I played a way out with, <laughs> and and I but but like you you probably agree then though this is far better. Like, oh, this I, is, I think this, this is a game... thousand times better than way out. And it's like I, I, it makes a way out feel like a tech demo almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, this game, this game feels like a big budget platforming game, uh, albeit co-op. You you literally cannot play this game without another person, like at all. Yeah. And that sucks and I mean, because it's, it's so quality. Yeah. Again, I think the and part of the part of the issue with the, the tree segment is that like. When this game shows your size, like when you are in a uh, world where like everyday objects are around you and you feel small, like in the beginning where you're in the shed, mm-hmm. oh, the game feels so fucking cool. You're doing all this stuff with things that you recognize and then you're just inside a tree. And I get it. There's mason jars and stuff, but it's, it's I, like, I don't know. The squirrels, man. Come on, fuck a squirrel. The, the, <laughs> that's just it, though. Like, I feel like. Everything I I know I remember being I think I said it was like took itself too seriously for it, it should have either leaned into itself more seriously in the first game like in terms of like cutting out all the frivolous let's play fucking darts while we're on the run um and cut out the stupid um movie segment like movie references or leaned into the stupidity of it and I think Joseph just leaned into the stupidity of it because. The book, the book talks like this and swings its hips around. Ah, you two love birds. And what are like, you? What are you? A chicken? Bark, 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 bark. 
And like, <laughs> what gets <laughs> what gets me is that the voice actor for the father is the same voice actor as the book. That's pretty funny. So him having to talk to himself in certain sequences is so good. And it's like, uh, yeah, like there's a segment. <laughs> there's a segment. There's a segment. <laughs> there's a segment in the in the next chapter, Ken. Chapter three that is so fucked up. I I will tell you it's it's weird playing this game because like I go when you're actually playing the game it's very whimsical and like charming and like goofy. But then when the cutscenes play, we're just both sitting there going, "Man, this is fucking depressing." It's fucking dark, man. Ken, do you have a bleep sound for uh, the podcast? No. Maybe I need to get one. I want to say something right now. <laughs> Because of just it, we we heard so <laughs> spoiler alert skip ahead I guess uh has he figured out how to he's figured out how to get ri- get rid of the curse right the curse the dad oh yeah 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 so they are like finally get into the room and they're like we 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 just have to <laughs> <laughs> that's her favorite toy I get it. well why don't we just destroy it. And then she'll cry. It's so, like, the cutscenes are so, like, with the the beginning where they're sitting at the dinner table. Oh, oh. can, can it just, the the, the horribleness of, like, two parents going, if we destroy the toys, she'll cry. I'm sorry, but, like. Think about it, Ken, everything has come alive. Yeah, that's what's fun. like I and and I love how the game uh, like recognizes that like when she yells at him upstairs about how stupid it is, like his thought of how to change it back. He's like, "We're talking to binoculars." Yes. <laughs> I I I I I'm liking this game a lot more than I did. I thought I was going to to be honest with you even. I think I think though like by the end of it I either go Oh, that last segment was really good. Okay, overall, this was really great. Or I'll go. This game could have been like half the half the length. Um, yeah. Because now I'm somewhere else outside of the real world, and it is weird and it's neat. But I'm like, all right, that's one of four pieces. Jesus Christ, that was long. Now I have to get three more of those. Go fuck. Yeah, I'm... three arbit three or more arbitrary things. You might just end up having to go bleep the whole time, and then just it'll cut ahead. <laughs> I am, dark, I am, spoiled. I am still looking forward to playing. Like, like, even after I forget how long we played, it was probably a few hours. But like, I'm still looking forward to going back to it, and that's a good sign that there's there's a lot left. But at the same time, I may be like you by the end of it and be like, wow, that should have ended like four hours ago. So, so I will say this though. I think he needs to make a, just a single player game now. Yeah. And the only reason why I say that is because early on, I felt the way I do now still. The way the characters move are fantastic platforming. Like, just basic, awesome platforming. But then, like, uh, the the nails and hammer segment, you could technically do that by yourself to some extent. Yeah, right? because setting you, up the like nails you, ahead of time. Yeah, and it's like those are so cool mechanics. All I need is him to do some weird Toy Story like shit and just have me go around a house as like something small. I liked Chibi Robo. I want more of that, but 
Yeah, and I, he's, I, got, he's got some interesting ideas. Like, I would have never thought to have that be the way that, that those two pieces are used. Yeah, it's um, it sucks because this game is so good, and I'd heard so many people recommend like, hey, you need to play this, you need to play this. But when you make it forced co-op, you kind of eliminate a large portion uh, of an audience. Now, I have... I, I so I'm assuming you're playing with someone with a friend pass, right? Yes, I I bought it and sent the friend pass. So, did you read the whole thing on the friend pass? No. So, hey, if you're out there and you're like, these guys seem to be talking really well, I have someone to play it with. Have, uh, but they're away, right? Download the friend pass. Have your friend download the friend pass, and you two can play the first couple, like the first stage or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play. You can play the first stage and with somebody who doesn't own the game. But then, if if somebody owns the game, then you can yeah, play and then the whole game. Yes, yeah. And also, and they don't get achievements. In the same by the way, sorry. The friend pass does not get achievements. Or yes, trophies. I noticed that. Yeah. yeah, we've been trying to figure out what to do. There's. Not that the achievements pop regularly. I've only gotten two after like three hours. Yeah, there's some. I think which one some of them, them was are... for the camera? Okay, that was a great moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it all makes sense this time too. So there's a bunch of like little mini games that you can play with friends. Which, by the way, ninety percent of them have been fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Unlike checkers and shit with friends. Um, <laughs> excuse me. But I think what's really interesting is like. Not only are they fun this time around, but like the way the achievement pops are just like by playing with like things in the environment, and it makes sense because like here's this normal object, but we are minuscule in comparison to it, and so now I'm using it as something completely different. And ah, fuck, there, there, there's some so good ideas. Like he clearly has played stuff. Him and his team have clearly played stuff like Ratchet and Clank and Rayman, and it's like all these sources of great platformers and something I can't say I've fully seen before. And it's like I think he found what he's good at in this because, like, I say him because you know he's the director of he's this. He's kind game. of the face of the game studio, and he's the face of the game. Um, it's really well done, and it's like. I kind of it kind of only cements how I felt about a way out even more that it was, you know, on the better side of things, but it wasn't great. I think this game so far is great, and you know what? I speak as someone who doesn't really play games with other people, and I didn't pay for this right because I'm getting it for review. If you put your money in and you have someone to play it with, especially in your same ha- in the same house. Because I think you can play this co-op in the same house. Yeah, you can do it. local or online. You can do right. Either. So I, you'll get your money's worth because isn't this like thirty bucks, forty bucks? It's forty bucks, and then I yeah. got twenty percent off because it's technically in Game Pass because it's EA so, Play. So, so like, it's but a, it's, uh, to, it's to, a, to clarify my statement, you cannot play this with Game Pass yet. Interesting. Yeah, because EA Play is it launches into EA play like three months. It's, it's kind of like the movie thing where you right. have to buy it at the beginning, but three months in, it'll probably be in game pass. So. Anyways, I, I, uh, I really like this game. Um, yeah. I don't think I have anything else to add. I'm glad I bought it. I, I really am. I'm having a ball with it. 
it was so funny when I saw that you were playing it as I was just like, oh, we could have just played this together. <laughs> I would have played. I, I, when you, you said you had somebody to play with, otherwise I'd have been like, hey, I want to play. Oh, well, if you should, if you should have told me that, but it's, it is kind of perfect that I'm playing the same person I played before. Cause like it, his, he's got some takes on like how this is different too. And, uh, he's into speed running and I think, this game will be interesting to watch speedruns of because it's co-op only. Yeah, you'd have to have two good speedrunners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of excited to see what comes of that. Hopefully someone picks up that idea. I, don't know, I like this game a lot. It's It's been a ton of fun. So what else you got? Oh, you done? I'm done. Okay. Uh, I'll save the big, big one for last. I'll run through. I, I didn't have the indie games last week. Um, because the ID at Xbox Showcase, they didn't get us the codes till Monday. So I went through some of those. What's funny is, like, I went through last week's games, but I haven't even touched this week's games. So last week's games, um, Sanity of Morris, that was, um, a point-and-click, or no, was that the point-and-click one, or was that the first-person one? I, hell, I can't remember. These things all bleed together at this point. Um, no, Sanity of Morris, I'm trying to remember. Sandy of Morris was no, that was Evil Inside that I was thinking of. Sandy of Morris is like the point-and-click kind of adventure game. Uh, Hell Breachers is a game side scroller. Um, you can pick one of three different classes. the The problem with that game is, is the controls are not very good. It doesn't feel good to like jump and move around. I'm uh, looking at Sandy of Morris. It's a first-person adventure game, then. Yeah, like you can click on items and stuff. It's you have a flashlight. There's yeah. a monster here. Oh, Arkham one... Arkham Horror is the one I was thinking of that was oh, okay. more first person. Yeah. No, no, Sandy of Morris is first person. Well, maybe Sandy of Morris isn't the one that's like point and click. Oh fuck, I don't. Yeah, there's so many of these fucking games I can't remember. Is it something you would recommend? Yes no. or no? There no. you go. Done. Um, I don't recommend Boom. Hell Breachers either or Die with Glory. Although Die with Glory is interesting because so in Die with Glory you basically move and there's a contextual button that pops up. So that you can do things, and what it does is, every time you die, you get um, oh, what is it? It's not like, like it changes how you're going through the game every time you die. But I, I'm not a fan of the contextual stuff. So it's like you literally push forward, you get to a tree branch, you press A, it chops the tree down, you go across, you press A to pick up an axe, you press A to to initiate combat. But it's not like action based. So it's. It's really kind of weird. Um, one escape. I'm just going to say this. So this is a, here's the screen, solve the puzzle. It's got stealth. Um, there's no combat. But you need to look up the artwork for one escape because you play, you know, human-like animals, but they're all fucking ripped. Okay, what is it called? One escape. One escape. So all the characters are ripped. So like, there's a duck with six packs. Oh ass. yes, okay, I do know what this is. Yeah. Yes, I... So it's it's basically and it's not like it's not like it's not even like furry stuff. <clears throat> it's like just weird. Like this doesn't look like anything. Yeah, it looks like a, a child drew like a buff duck <laughs> with hands. Like it yeah, have wings. Yeah. So the game is like a here's a screen, solve it, get to the other end of the or get to the exit because you're trying to escape from prison. And yeah, 
Uh, Tank Brawl 2 Armor Fury. It's, it's an interesting, like, top-down perspective game where you're going through and collecting parts for a tank. Um, it's fun. I like the look of it. did have some, like, stutters here and there, but um, I was actually interested in that game. Same with Ruvato Original Complex. It's like a top-down isometric action game where you can, like, combo stuff together. Uh, the more combo you get, the like, the stronger the attacks are. It's very horny. It's got a lot of ladies with, like, high heels and big boobs. Um, that game that debuted on the ID at Xbox Showcase, that last Oasis, uh, that is in game preview. That is one of those survival games where it drops you off in your underwear and you got to punch trees and shit. It's one of those. Uh, okay. Uh, Retromania Wrestling, the sequel to WrestleFest. That game is fantastic if you are a fan of WrestleFest. I recommend you pick it up. Obviously, it doesn't have the WWE license, although it does have the Road Warriors in it, uh, also known as the Legion of Doom. So, you know, what a rush. <sighs> Narita Boy. Tell me about it, because I didn't have time to play it, but I, I love the look of it. The game, the look, the music, the everything is wonderful until you kind of play it. Oh, no. So the jumping does not feel good, and that is a big problem, because... Is it is it like um another world type jumping, no, where no, you no, kind no. of have forward momentum? You've got too much momentum. So, like, as you jump to, like, a minuscule platform, I found myself, like, overshooting it constantly. Do you, well, well, let me rephrase that. Do you have, when you hit the jump button, does it automatically move forward? Or do you have to, like, do you have control over your character? You have control so? over, okay. like, in midair, you can control kind of a little bit. But what it is, is, like, it doesn't feel precise. You know, like, when you play a game like Mario or or even more recently like AVGN, like when you jump, you kind of know where you're going to land. And when you jump in this one, you're like, oh God, I went a lot further than I thought I would, or I didn't go as far as I thought I was going to. It's just like, it doesn't feel good. Right. Um, and then there's the combat, which is fine when you're attacking, but the problem is, is that enemies are really easy to interrupt you because they can still attack while you're hitting them. Um, no, there's no fucking stun? No, so like, uh, I will be in the middle of hitting an enemy and they'll just swing at me and it'll knock me out of mine. So like, I get stunned. I don't know, like, the like, you know in an action game when you do a combo, you get like one, two, three, four. Um, yeah. In this game, you get to three and the enemy hits you out of your fourth attack. I like, almost could never get the fourth attack off. Well, that sounds like shit. Yeah, so, and it sucks because, like, I don't know if you saw that video I posted on Twitter, like, when you first get the sword. Like, this game is full of those moments where it's like, oh, shit, yeah, let's do this. This music is rad. This visual is cool as shit. And then I kind of started playing it more, and I was like, I don't really care for this. And it's it's kind of a mix of just a straight action platformer, but it's also got a little bit of Metroidvania. There's not a lot of backtracking, but it is there. But, yeah, I have... I wish this game was better. Um, Paradise Lost, that is a game where you're like in the middle of nowhere and you gotta, 
you're like searching through these cavern or not cavern, but like underground tunnels, and you're having like flashbacks to uh, stuff that happened in your childhood. It's like a first-person kind of point, or not point-and-click, but first-person like adventure game. And it's fine. I yep. know. I'm looking at Evil Inside, and I'm like, I know I played this, but I don't remember what I did. I don't remember this game. That means you probably sh- it's probably not great. Yeah, probably for a reason you don't remember it. Yeah, because I'm like looking at it, and I was like, I know I played it. I have an achievement in it, but I don't, I don't remember it. Uh, booted up a hat in time because they supposedly passed it for 60 FPS, but apparently there's a bug in the Xbox Series X version where because I booted it up and I put it on 60 frames a second, I was like, this ain't 60. This is 30. This don't feel right. But then they confirmed that there's a bug, so. <sighs> and then the last game I played, uh, probably about four or five hours up so far, I've been playing Outriders, so I'm reviewing that game. Um... I really like this game. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I am playing with other people. So, like, the it's one of those... It's definitely one of those games where it's like you and your buddies can get in a game and you don't really have to be paying attention to the game. You can just kind of chat while you're, while you're grinding, looting, you know, killing enemies. I played through the first, like, two hours of the game twice. So I played through it once by myself and then I teamed up with other people and played through it entirely again. Uh, and I did not mind doing that. And then I've also continued on since then. Uh, it reminds me of like if Gears of War had some destiny, a little bit of destiny in it. Um, okay. And I only say Gears of War because this is not a stop and pop cover shooter. You can get into cover, but this game really encourages you to take on the offensive. And it, it has a little bit of bullet storm in there where you can do some like combos, especially if you've got other players. So like uh, the guy that I was playing with, I, I have freeze abilities as my technomancer and I would freeze the enemies with like my ground pound and then he would come up, he was playing as the tank class and he would literally like shatter all of them with his ground pound. So it's like got that kind of combination of, of playing with multiple classes. Um, the loot has been interesting. There's a lot of really cool weapons. Uh, they do some really neat things. I love... Like the the skills that you get as you progress, and I love that you can kind of respect your skill tree. Um, but this game has some severe server issues right now. Um, so when we first started playing, I was on Xbox, he was on PC, and we did the crossplay thing, and it's relatively painless. Like you start a game, gives you this like little eight digit code, you send it to them, they can join your party, and that works across all platforms. And we were able to do that, but then the crossplay got apparently bugged, and every time we'd play, after about 30 minutes, one of us would get booted. So they turned that off um, only between PC and consoles. Like, you can still play PlayStation and Xbox just fine, um, but you can't play PC to PlayStation or Xbox. It's it's turned off because there's a bug in it. Um, we were also having... So he switched over to the Xbox version since it was on Game Pass, and we played through the opening bit again because he had to create a new character. And that worked fine for like two hours and then we got kicked off. And if you've been following their Twitter online, they're having, they're, they're, it's one of those problems that sucks at launch, but it's a good problem to have because they didn't plan on this many people playing it. So they're getting just kind of bombarded server-wise. Magic of Game Pass. Yeah, the Magic of Game Pass, absolutely. Also, fun fact, Outriders uh, eclipsed Avengers Concurrence 
within, uh, within 30 uh, minutes. The only reason that's uh, the only reason that may, that is any relevancy is because they're both Square Enix published titles. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to playing more Outriders, but I've kind of put it on the back burner, so don't expect a review anytime soon until they get these server issues kind of cleared up because I can't really get to the end game, you know, the max level stuff until I can play more consistently, which I'm going to do because I had a lot of fun playing the game. Like the combat feels very much people can fly. It's very fast. Um, snipers can kiss my ass though. Um, like their, their shots are so stunning in this game. Like when they hit you, it knocks you out of cover and it backs you. It's snipers really suck, but Outside of that, the game is incredible. And between that and It Takes Two, you know, that whole lull that I was on for a couple weeks? It gone? It's gone. Like, between these two games, I have so much that I'm enjoying playing. And then, of course, I play plenty of Overwatch. Because, you know, I played about ten games of that last night. It felt good. It felt good. And I can't wait because I just bought a new TV. Coming on Thursday. I'm in the OLED gang. I can't wait. So, next week I'll be talking about OLED, Overwatch, at 1440p, 120 hertz with VRR, in OLED. Okay. It's a good time to be alive. I can't wait to play that. Anyway, I think that's it for me. Did yard work? Does that count as a game? No. I, I tore I down. I can't even make a joke. Look at that. Look at that improv skill. Huh? No. It, it, I was joking with my wife. I was out working in the backyard. I was. Uh, we're tearing down the old because we got this old like rotted out wooden swing set slide thing that was in, with the house when we bought it, and we were tearing it down because it was an eyesore. And I was joking with her because I just bought a new socket wrench set, like a big like hundred eighteen piece set. Right, And I was like looking at it, I was like, man, I must be getting old because I look at this and I'm like, wow, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. And like, who would have thought a guy like me would be excited about tools? It's, yeah. just, it's never been my thing. I didn't know how to use a socket wrench until I was like in my mid-teens. Cause I don't, I'm not a tool guy. And now I bought that set and I'm like, man, this, this is a beautiful set. Beautiful. Alright, let's talk about new releases. There is absolutely nothing coming to the Xbox Series X this week. Uh, or the PlayStation 5. This is a dead week for both of those machines. There will be games playable on them, obviously. I, I don't know how long we're going to have to say that. Because like, if you have a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, everything that comes out on Xbox One or PS4... Works on those machines. It's on those, yeah. Yeah. But let's head over to PS4. I got to check the end. So the ninth would be the last day. Okay. So this week on PS4, we're getting Breath Edge, Lost Worlds Beyond the Page. Sorry, Lost Words Beyond the Page, uh, Luck Slinger, Odd World Soulstorm, Star Wars Republic Commando, Cozy Grove, and What the Dub. Which, by the way. Shout out to my PR dude. He sent me a code for What the Dub. But I can't play it because it's one of those games where you got to have four people. Like it's um I really want to play this too because it's um 
it's it's essentially mystery science theater the the game show where you type in what so it's basically a movie clip and you type in what you want to dub over that they're saying and then it does it with like that text to speech kind of thing and whoever comes up with the best one people vote on so it's like you can log in with your phone like um like the Jackbox stuff um, but I haven't been able to find four people to, to play it with yet. And I really want to play it because that's a cool fucking idea. Um, the only game uh, on Xbox that is not listed for PlayStation is Yoko and Yuki Dr. Rat's Revenge. I have no fucking idea what that is. Yeah, I have no comment. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Nintendo Switch. We got Fly the Bird. Cyber Taxi. Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Uh, Star Wars Republic Commando. Always Sometimes Monsters. Astro Aqua Kitty. Oh, I also forgot to mention uh, on the Switch this week, um, I downloaded Stickman Fight. You ever played that? Uh, maybe back in the day, because that's an old Flash game, right? Yeah, and then they ported it to PC, and now it came to Switch last week. My son and I have been playing that. Holy cow, he loves that game. He doesn't like that, you know, I own him. But he loves that game. He's having a ball with it, so. Um, Astro Aqua Kitty. <sighs> Alright. Delicious. Pretty Girls Mahjong Solitaire. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that they think that weebs can't play standard mahjong. That's what really gets me there. I'm gonna tell you this like, right yeah, now. just match the fucking pieces together. You, we know what you're gonna be doing. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I was on the eShop this week because I was looking at what because I hadn't been on it in forever. I was looking at what's coming out. I was like, wow, there's a lot of titty games. I use Deku deals, and they just tell me what's on sale and when it started. So like, I get the newest sales first at the top. Oh my god, it's there's so fucking great cuts through all the horror shit. So many Diddy games on the Switch. Nintendo Switch owners be horny. Like, I just found out, so let's just take a look. By sale start time, so as of recording this, Dark Quest 2 is the newest game to go on sale, followed by Story of a Gladiator, Ghost Runner, and Mextermination Force, which I've heard is very good. Yeah, I really want to play Mextermination Force. That's from the guy it's that did um, Gunman Clive. Gunman Clive, yeah. yeah. And it's on sale at Canadian prices right now, but it's um, 3 Ooh, I'm going to log into my Switch after... And, and after Ghost, Runner, Ghost Runner is currently $10 Canadian on Switch. Oh, I didn't... That game is okay. <clears throat> Switch to the... It's seven forty nine for Ghost Runner, two fifty one for Max Termination Force. In the US? Yeah. Oh, I'm totally buying that now for two dollars and fifty cents. I probably have enough gold coins to get it for free, so I just used all my gold coins on Stickman <laughs> Fighter, so there was that. Which I did have I had two dollars and sixty eight cents in gold coins. So uh Don't Give Up a Cynical Tale. Graviter. Island, all capitals. Legends of Talia, Arcadia. Pixel Game Maker Series, Osiabari, Hori, 
Horgio Holen Slash. Hori is right. <laughs> oh, wow. That was, that was a mouthful. Uh, Potion Party. Sakata in Gameland. Super Faust 2. Uh, Gravity Heroes. Raven Sword. Shadowlands. Say no more. Hey, I've been excited to see that game. Say no. After playing the... Yeah, because I played the demo back when uh, Steam had their big demo fest. It's clearly more comedy than game, but it does have some gameplay aspects of it. I, I really suggest everybody watch the trailer because that's like the first level. It's super stupid, but you get more points or whatever for um making fun of them. So like they'll be talking to you and you just start clapping and the, the dialogue actually changes like, why are you clapping? And then it goes, no, and it shoots him across the room. <laughs> it's really stupid. That sounds very stupid. It, but it's, it, it's funny. I liked it. You have to charge up a super no, and then it blasts the guy through like a window. <laughs> okay, okay. You're an intern, and everybody's giving their work to you, or whatever. Even and because you won't say no, and then you put on an audio tape that's like, "You need to learn to say no more." All right, there you go. Uh, Skyland, Heart of the Mountain, the House in Fata Morgana, Dreams of the Revenants Edition. Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 4, Frontline Edition, and Tori 3D. Alright then. Hey, on Saturday, Dot Cat. Dot Cat. I forgot to mention something in the uh, playing aspect of things. Um, So I have a Game Boy player attached to my GameCube. Nice. Um, which is like $200 Canadian now for just the disc and the, yeah. Anyways, um, and I like playing Game Boy games on it, but I've always hated using the GameCube controller. Mm-hmm. And there was a Hori controller that was like the Game Boy player controller, but I'm not paying 200 plus dollars for a used <laughs> controller when they go no. up. Exactly. Um, and for a while, I'd been hoping that someone uh, would copy it. And someone finally has. Um, it's a company I'm like vaguely familiar with. Uh, old School. That's with a K instead of a CH. Oh, fun- funky. Yeah, they, they, they copied, um, I think it was them, that did the like Wavebird clones for the GameCube. Oh, yeah, I remember ago. those, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they've come out with a controller. And for... 50 bucks rather than 50 Canadian bucks um, instead of, uh, you know, 200 plus. Uh, I have a pretty decent Game Boy controller. So, I mean, like, I'm not I'm not saying, like, everybody should run out and get one. But if you're looking for one, like, hey, there's now clones on the market. So, hmm. Oh, well, there I just thought I'd throw that out there because, like, literally, I stumbled upon the fact that these exist. I figured more people would be wanting them because the official ones are a little bit of a collector's item that most people won't want to spend the money on. Um, so I was like, "Holy shit!" So I bought one right away just in case they sold out. And sure enough, like, it's pretty solid. Like the left and right like triggers, I guess you want to call them, or the bumpers, whatever the fuck. Um, they uh, they're a little stiff. But other than that, like everything works perfectly. So, just letting that—that's how you're 
um, public service announcement for retro gaming, I suppose. Hey, nothing wrong with retro gaming. Unless you're PlayStation. <laughs> we talked about this already, though, but yeah, it's official. Thank God. It is official. The PlayStation stores are closing. Yeah. Oof. It's not a good week for for old games unless you're on Xbox because like Nintendo's like killing Mario, and then PlayStation's killing stores, and Xbox is like, hey, you can play back compact games now in the cloud. So there is that. Yeah, I. It's crazy, man. I don't. Did you? I just did can't you, believe... Did you read the article about how many games are disappearing? I saw that article floating around. It was like it's over two thousand. Yeah, twenty two hundred games are just yeah. just. Going into the ether. Well, what I what I can believe is I read a uh, like a dev got a Vita unit, like a Vita dev unit from Sony. They bought one, mm-hmm. yeah, from Sony like two weeks ago. Yeah, I guess their game wasn't even out yet. Nope, there's a bunch of devs, but I mean, like, what the fuck are you doing selling dev units knowing you're gonna cancel? Yeah, I, just so I, you I... don't have any. Lie, fucking, how dare you? do that to a dev like that's that's really fucking shitty and i'm not surprised because jim ryan i mean look hate to tell everybody this but this is kind of the uh thing that you should have been preparing for when the um vita store went down that one day just randomly last year I don't remember that, Ken. Okay. No, I don't. So last year, randomly, somebody's like, "Yeah, the Vita store is down." Everybody panicked and was like, "Did they just fucking take it offline without giving?" There's a warning, I suppose. But like after that, I took me a while, but I did download everything. So with the Vita, my best suggestion is is that you make a backup folder on your computer. Uh, You can download everything and then push everything to your computer. because I realize Vita memory cards are, you know, expensive Stupid and even expensive. more so now. Yeah. Um, as for PlayStation Three, I don't know what to tell you. PlayStation Portable, the battery is going to die before the, you have any issues. But uh, you can buy um, Memory Stick Pro Duo um, adapters for micro SD cards. So do that. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, your your battery is going to expand and 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 render your PlayStation Portable useless long before the uh, if it isn't already. You know, you'll never be able to get through your games. Um, I hate to say this, but though, but I mean, like the the focus has been clear that they're moving away from what they once were. Anyways, I mean, you look at the J- Japan studio. You know, they just had a hemorrhaging of staff. Um, yeah. All the people that made games you loved are not there anymore. Like they are just the Astrobot team. Um, God knows how long that'll last. Yeah, um, I was reminiscing about that last week about how I miss weird PlayStation, like Parappa the Rapper, and you fucking... miss Japanese based. Yeah, because like every every I, and look, I'm gonna say this. It's gonna make people mad, but I'm gonna say it. PlayStation games don't excite me anymore. They're good games. They just don't interests me and excite me anymore like they're all the boilerplate third person open world games you're only probably interested in ratchet and clank right oh i i'm super interested in ratchet and clank yeah. i'm also gonna love god of war i'm gonna love horizon yeah, and i'm not saying well but what i'm saying is like the only one that still feels 
And even you Ratchet, even but, Ratchet has kind of started to feel boilerplate. Yeah, like depends on if the if it's like the last game or not. The last game was, even so, though everybody loved it, I'm like that. This really is lacking the sense of humor and and wonder that the original games did. I found the weapons not as interesting, and I found the story just didn't. The story is just a remake of the first game. How is this less funny than the first game? Was that? Did you see the patch? I, I mean, it's useless for me, but well, yes, yeah, I saw but I mean, I, I booted it up this week. Oh my! I'm sure it looks it looks gorgeous on the PlayStation Four. So. Now imagine that running at sixty. Yeah. Oh, it's good. But yeah, I mean, like you know, this has been happening. Like the PlayStation Three or the Vita. I guess it would have been the last model of the PS3. It was the last because I think the Vita was out before the last model, the PS3 that has the slide top. Yeah, I the, think um, you're right. Uh, that would have been like the last piece of hardware that was developed by Japan. Yeah. I mean the whole the whole the whole focus has been away from Japan as an audience. I know that sounds weird because we're Americans, but like, um, it's it, 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 like the. The game design has changed too, and it's just kind of disappointing that they don't have that. And it's like everybody's saying, "Well, if why would anybody buy Xbox or whatever?" It's like I'm gonna tell you right now, Japan, like they're not buying PlayStations either. No, and, and, <laughs> they're buying like, fucking Switches and they're playing mobile games. Yeah, that's phones exactly and the Nintendo it. Switch are the biggest things in Japan right now. Yeah, so you know they they. I feel like people forget, like, Monster Hunter is a thing because people played on their PSPs. PSPs weren't as popular in in Canada or, or the U.S. They were popular, but not that popular. Yep. So it's just... It's now like, Monster they're, Hunter they're, is out like, on the Switch, and it's like, oh, that's it. We're done. Yeah, the philosophies of that whole company have changed, and that and this is just part of it, the, the, the expunging of their old games. I mean, if you need any more proof, just look at the size of the PS5. That thing in Japan? Oh. Yeah. Oh. You kidding me? All right. Um, I got breaking news. I'm excited. I'm the only person that's excited for this breaking news. But uh, Overwatch archives are returning on Tuesday. I don't even know what that is. I don't care. It's a, don't yearly, it's a yearly event, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Well, then. So that's that starts on Tuesday, which means I'm playing a bunch of that tick click the skins, cause that's what I do. Oh, you wanna know what your free games are for the month of April? We'll start with games with gold. Good, because that's the only one I fucking have. Alright, games with gold. We got Vikings Wolves of Midgard, which is a Diablo style game. It's not bad. Okay. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh we also have Truck Racing Championship. I've never played that. I have no idea what that is. That's the lesser of the two here, clearly. All right, next. Uh, for Xbox 360, we're getting Capcom Stellar Number One Blast Hit Dark Void. <laughs> <laughs> this game was okay. That game. That game is sold on a lie. Yeah, but it was okay. Uh, and then we're getting the spiritual successor to Contra: Hardcore Uprising. That. Is far more exciting. Um, can I just go back to earlier? I was I was talking about um, oh for fuck's sakes, really? No, Capcom guy there. Okay, oh, Inafune. 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 Like Dark Void is another one of his. Oh, we have to go for the American market. See you now. 
the best thing to come out of Dark Void was the 8-bit game there for like DSi and, and PC. Dark Nolan Void North Zero. is the main character in Dark Void, right? Nolan North was, of course he is, because he was the voice of everybody in every game. Of every white dude in every game? Oh, fucking... Yeah. Yep. Uh, PlayStation Plus, once again, shitting all over games with gold. You guys, they got Game Pass. They want you to buy Game Pass. Why fuck? Why are you? Why are you interested in games with gold? Game Pass exists. That's exactly what they're trying to tell you. I literally use games with gold to fill out my 360 library. That's what that's it's for. basically all I use it for. Too. Yeah. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm is launching into PlayStation Plus on Tuesday. That's pretty cool. I was interested in that game, but I didn't want to buy it. So yeah, I mean, it's a remake of one of the other games. Because yeah, yeah, I'll play it because it's free. Uh, Days Gone. That's a good one. It's a good yeah. free game. Uh, which also has a PS5 patch, by the way. Oh, very nice. I was gonna say, speaking of games that I felt were just slightly too long. Yes, that game is definitely too long. Again, though, good game, really yes. good game. But boy, it was like, oh, hey, okay, it was a false ending. It's fucking free. If you don't finish it, no big deal. Hey, it's fucking free, and that world. It's still cool to drive around. Yep. Uh, and then Zombie uh, Zombie War. Army 4 Dead War, which is also a good game. So there you go. I like that like, there's just Zombie War now. Yeah, instead of Sniper and, Elite Zombie Army. Well, you used to say a Nazi Zombie Army, I yeah. believe. So. Maybe? I don't, fuck, I don't remember. I know it's slow motion, brain popping sniper game if I don't get to shoot Hitler in his one testicle then what good is this fucking game and that's in Sniper Elite 2 DLC you can do that pretty sure it's in all the Sniper Elites as DLC (laughs) probably after after 2 yeah we have another delay this is going to become a weekly segment another delay Uh, Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga has been delayed indefinitely it was supposed to be out in spring I I don't know if that game's going to ever happen. Yeah. This is now the second or the third time it's been delayed. Because it was not. It, it was supposed to come out, I think, it got announced. I think it was supposed to come out later in the year it was announced. Then it was supposed to come out last year, I'm pretty sure. Well, you remember when uh, TT Games was putting out like three or four LEGO games a year? Yeah. And now they haven't done one in, what, two years? Uh, let's find out. What was the last Lego game that came out? Was it the I'm Harry Potter get, trilogy? No, I'm gonna get no because that was that was a that was a bundle. I'm going to guess the last game to come out was the Ninjago Two. I'm gonna guess no, the Ninjago movie or Lego no Lego Movie Two. Lego Movie Two. That's a pretty good guess. Um, I would guess Lego Marvel Super Heroes Two. So, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 is 2017. Lego DC Super Villains is 2018, and I got it right with Lego 2. Oh, but man. the only reason why I was thrown off was because I couldn't remember... Like, when, I don't see... When this did, that, when did Lego Movie 2 come out? Was it 2019? 2019. Okay. But, but here's the thing. It's still... Doesn't I don't see Ninjago in this list? Hold on. I don't. Is that that's? Mm. Is that TT Games. 
developed by TT Fusion. So guess I'm counting that. Sorry. Yeah, Offshoot Studio. Yeah. 2017. Really? I guess. Wow, yeah, that I guess is I... an old game. 2017 is now old, by the way, people. Yeah, I mean, four years ago. Oh wow, it came out around the same time as Lego Worlds full, uh, did fully. Anyways, yeah, so Lego Movie Two, which I mean, feels like it's a lifetime away. Um, fuck. yeah, everything is that's a lifetime weird. away. That's that's so bizarre that it's been that long since a Lego game has popped up. Yeah, especially considering how rampant they were there for a few years. Uh, now we're having trouble getting one game out the door. I so hold on. Let me just point this out. I started writing for the site I think in 2017, and I believe the word was, "Yeah, nobody likes taking Lego games because they all just end up being the same." Not that they're bad games; it's just they're all very similar. They're all the same shit, right? And then uh, Lego Worlds was different. I, I think that one was weird because it was in early access on PC and stuff. <clears throat> I don't know if that got reviewed. Lego Marvel Superheroes two. DC Supervillains, Lego Movie 2, nothing. And so, like, I've only been here for three Lego games, and yeah, it felt like there was one every... <laughs> I remember Lego and there'd be No, sorry, two. There'd be every... Uh, there'd be, like, two every year. I forgot so. about Lego Worlds until you just... For some reason, the last time you said it, it clicked with me. That was the one that you could play in first person and all that shit, right? That was the one that was like Minecraft-ish? Yeah, yeah, my son loved that game. He played that a bunch when it first came out. Alright. Um, so let's talk about this. Sony is finally bringing a game to Game Pass. Yeah, this set the internet on fire. Ooh, this was... So, uh, Xbox came out Friday morning and said MLB The Show 21 is being included in Game Pass Day 1. So, last week it was Outriders launching into Game Pass, and now it's MLB The Show 21. This is huge for Xbox. This is a really bad look for Sony. I... I don't know why they would have... I'm... I don't know what they had to do. Like, who did they trick into agreeing to this? So let me explain this to you from what I've gathered, conversations and Twitter Twitter things. Um, MLB is the one that Microsoft made the deal with this, and apparently MLB has more of a say in what happens with the show than Sony does. So if you, yeah, look, at, makes sense. If you look at the game on Xbox Store, it's being published by the MLB. It was developed by PlayStation Studios, Sony San Diego. But MLB kind of has the say-so of what happens, which is why it was on Xbox in the first place, and why it's coming to Game Pass. Now, it's weird not to see Sony get out there and kind of combat this, because this was the entire conversation on Friday, and normally you kind of want to alleviate a little bit of the... Well, if I have Game Pass, this is free, but if I have a PS5, it's $70. That is a huge... Hold on, hold on. $70? Yeah, first party oh, game. That's right, 60 right. Yeah, yeah sorry. 70 bucks is what... I'm so used to that being like the price up here, $79.99 when you said it. But yeah, that means it's $89.99 here, which means it's over 100 bucks. Yeah. Oh! Or it's free with your subscription. Yeah, that's fucking... 
That's I mean, that's bad luck. optics. That is bad optics for Sony and for them not to come out and be like, hey, if you have PlayStation Plus, you can play it at launch or something. Something is just weird. And I know that the fanboys are out there, like the Xbox fanboys are being really just annoyingly nasty. And the Sony fanboys are out there going, you got half of them going, well, this isn't a big deal because you're only renting it. Which, by the way, don't don't say that. That is so fucking stupid. Um, and I'm you got the other. your mom there. How's yeah. that sound? Yeah, the other half of them going, we need to get rid of Jim Ryan. This is stupid. Blah, 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 blah. I was like. Well, eh. hold on. I. Well, boys, I don't disagree with your statement on we need to get rid of Jim Ryan. However, let's slow the roll. You got the wrong idea. Yeah, that's not... There's really nothing Sony can do here except give the game away for free, which they're not going to do. I'm sorry. I... So do they still make RBI Baseball this year, then? Yeah, I played it a couple weeks ago. It's not Why good. the fuck would they make... Because that's the MLB's version of... Yes, because they wanted it on multiple platforms, which is what they've wanted since the beginning. They've wanted baseball games on every platform, which is funny because they're the ones that made the deal with Sony. Well, no. So from my understanding, and this, I think this is the same for like NFL or NBA, one of the two. I think it might be all of them. But like from my understanding, console developers can make their own games. Under certain licensing, first party, can, first party, yes. yes, they can make first party. So Nintendo uh, could bring back Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. It'd be very odd, but yes, I'd buy the <laughs> shit out of that game. What are you talking about? Well, it'd be more of a be very odd to bring back Ken Griffey Jr. because I feel like a lot of newer players would be like, who? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, obviously. Um, but it's just yeah, it's one of those things where it's like yeah, the RBI was their answer. But if you're going to put the better game on everything, then why the fuck would you bother? Because if, if that's going to be the case, then I would go and talk to, um, what's the, uh, Super League Baseball? Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Super Mega Baseball. Super Mega Baseball. I would go and talk to them if you wanted KD experience. Yeah. Like, here's the MLP <clears throat> license. Like, but RBI Baseball doesn't work. want to necessarily be arcadey in that same sense they want to have well what i'm saying is is when i come you go to them and you go look it needs to be a little bit more realistic and it needs to look more like the players but you have a better idea of what makes this fun like if you know what i mean like it's just such an odd thing for the mlb to choose that but i mean to be fair they're just raking in cash in this oh absolutely mlb made a deal with microsoft where they got a shitload of money to put it on game pass and it's the only the only thing is just odd about this more than anything else is that RPI base exists outside of the switch, outside of the switch and maybe PC. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's weird. And I thought the show was coming to Switch, but this was only announced for Xbox and PlayStation, so I don't know. Yeah, because that's because Nintendo put their little eyes emoji when I got. But I wonder if that was just honest reactions from people, without knowing any of the things. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. It was the conversation, like, for all of Friday, like, this is all people talked about. And let's be fair, Microsoft is out here going, hey, we're fucking serious. We got you Outriders, day one. We got you MLB The Show, day one. My question is, what's next week, dude? Huh? You know what my guess, you know what my guess is? Maybe not next week, but maybe the week after. Final Fantasy VII Remake. 
Maybe. Day one Game Pass since you know it's been a year since Xbox players didn't get to play it. Yeah, no, I think that's joke. what you want to hear. An, you want to hear another one? I heard a rumor of. So the rumor floating around right now, and it's coming from very credible sources that I that I heard. Uh, Square. Is it Jeff Grubb? Ha- no, it's not Jeff Grubby Grubb. Sorry. Then I don't trust. And I don't trust him. Um, <laughs> Uh, Square Enix has currently plans for six more games launching into Game Pass. So they had oh, Octo- no So they had Octopath Traveler, um, Outriders. My guess is Final Fantasy VII remakes on there. The one that interests me that like where did this come from is that uh, is it Secret of Mana or Legend of Mana remake? I don't remember. Uh, something of Mana. It's yeah, I think you. it's Secret of Mana remake is launching no, into Game Pass. Secret of Mana is the um, the Super Nintendo game. You're are right. you talking about the 3D remake? Or are you talking about the new the game? The one that just came out on Switch like in the last six months, I think. Okay, so it is the Secret of Mana, or, okay. or Trials of Mana, one of the two. Okay, so one of those is one of the six games that Square is pushing into Game Pass, day and date when it launches on Xbox. Okay. Because so, there's that new one, hold on. I'm yeah, game, Xbox has got a bunch of, like, I think the Outriders was just the start. I think we're going to see more and more and more third-party games launching into Game Pass. Not just indie games, I'm talking like big games. I think that's going to become a normal thing going forward. Okay, so you are probably right. It is probably Legend of Mana, which is the game that is coming out June June 24th, 2021, which is the remake of the PlayStation game. Okay, maybe that's but the one. Trials of Mana and Secret of Mana, which have the three D, the full three D remakes. Mm-hmm. Those are not on Xbox at all, so those could totally come. Yeah, I bet you those. I bet you those come to Xbox Game Pass, like a Stealth Drop, like Octopath. You remember how Stealth Drop Octopath Traveler was? Yeah, this is such a weird thing. Like Microsoft is making these deals, man. They're getting the shit into Game Pass, and I'll tell you what. Game Pass is is really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, you wanna you wanna you want a mini fridge shaped like an Xbox Series X? Not particularly. Why? Well, you'll be able to buy one soon, as there was a Twitter, uh, Twitter put out this competition between what was the best meme of 2020. Oh, that big fridge. Got it. Uh, no, it was not the fridge. So. Oh. The meme that they were referring to that that Xbox was nominated for was when that that site broke the story about the Xbox Series S, and the Xbox Twitter just posted the monkey face, you know. Okay. Um. So the two the fi- the two finalists were Skittles and Xbox, and Aaron Greenberg, the the big man, the big green man, um. Put out on Twitter that if if the if the community would rally and they win, they would put into production an Xbox mini fridge. And they won. So now All Xbox right, is going to be producing Xbox Series mini fridges for purchase. So you'll be able to buy one of those soon. If you want one. If you want one. <sighs> The most expensive game ever sold happened this weekend. Okay. Just, it's one of those fucking, oh, the label graded from WADA fucking horseshit things, right? Am I right? So it was, 
Let me read the story here. A sealed copy of the NES Classic Super Mario Brothers sold for $660,000 at Heritage Auctions. Previously, it was going for more than $300,000. It is now sold for $660,000, becoming the most most expensive video game ever sold. Price tag more than quadrupled the previous record for the most expensive video game ever sold, which was set in November 2020 when a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers 3 flew off the shelf for $156,000. So... I don't know how to put this in kind terms. According to Heritage Auctions, uh, the game was in pristine condition. Uh, the copy is so special because, quote, the finest plastic sealed copy with perforated cardboard hang tag anyone has ever seen. I'm going to, I'm going to say a few things, and this might surprise a few people. I could not give less of a fuck. This is so pointless. So, first of all, Video games are meant to be fucking played, and that won't be one of them. Now, I'm not not saying you know you you should should oh, uh, shouldn't keep like sealed copies. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this is not what that is being bought for. This is this goes beyond collecting, and this goes into something stupid where it's a status symbol. Now, you are not special for owning a fucking video game. That you can't even play. I'm special. It goes... But I want to know who bought it. And I know that sounds weird. I want to know who bought it because I'm pretty sure one of the other auctions, one of the other the, the most expensive video game ever things, um, was bought by someone who was attached to Heritage Auctions and WADA. Like, they group bought it or something like that? Like... Who's the audience for this? These keep making articles, but like, who the fuck is bidding on this shit? I think, I think, yeah, I think my favorite um, kind of reference to this is, I don't know if you've ever seen the AVGN about the um, Nintendo World Championship cart. Uh, Is that the one with Pat? Yeah, the one with Pat, the NES punk. So where like he gets the cartridge because he thinks it's such a big deal and then they play it and he's like, you could buy all three of these games. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Pat, so a better source for all this, this sort of nonsense. And I know Pat's not the, the Pat rubs people the wrong way, but so do I. So, um, and I'm friends with Ian, to be honest with you, the uh, gentleman he does the podcast with. Um, but, uh, Pat and Ian cover this stuff all the time. And it's like, they are not saying that games aren't worth this much, but this has been a constant thing. And it's like trying to validate this collector's market, but the collector's market doesn't really exist in this sense. Like this is, first of all, grading on video games is so blah anyways, because you're basically just grading the box. You can't grade the internal aspect of it. Like what if, for some reason, the print, the circuit board on the inside is printed wrong, then it's actually kind of worthless. Or it's worth more. You can't see it because you can't open the box. It's not like the pages of a comic book that you can see the condition it's in. But more so, this all of a sudden happened. This isn't like the stadium events that were, would go because they're actually rare. You know, like they're a rare cartridge label variant of a shitty video game. Uh, or your little Samsons or whatever. Like... These we could have another box be found of this Mario tomorrow, um, because there's collectors that would just buy 
the cartons that they come in uh, for stores and just keep them sealed, mm-hmm. which is weird. I mean, do your own thing, right? But like, that's a thing that would happen. And so not not two years ago, uh, yeah, probably about two, three years ago now, there was a gentleman who had like 12 stadium events because he had the boxes of the boxes of, of cartridges and they, they get let out into the world eventually. Cause he was just like, I'm done doing this. This is stupid. And he released them on purpose to devalue everybody else's cartridge. That's um, pretty because funny. I, it is kind of funny. Um, I can't remember his name, but the dude had a ton of boxes bought from like stores that are closing or just trying to get rid of it. Don't take them out. Just sell me the, sell me the 12 cartridges in this box or six cartridges in this box without opening it. And I'll just take the whole thing. Right. So it's the shipment box. And it's like, this is still a new medium. And like heritage auctions and WADA have way too much of a vested interest in making this a thing to the point where they're showing up on like Pawn Stars <laughs> to verify stuff they verified already. Did Rick buy like, it? <laughs> so, so the guy came in with like a, oh, apparently with a, like a cartridge that, so if anybody's not familiar, WADA is one of two companies that grades video games. And that just means that they slab it eventually. So they took a, take a look at it. They decide it's a, on a 10 point scale, what it is. So you can have a 9.6 say, right? It's probably the highest you'll ever get um, on stuff. And then they, they slab it in this hard museum grade, like plastic. Uh, it stops UV light from damaging it uh, and stuff. You'll see them more on comic books because it makes fucking sense there. But anyways, so one of these, some guy that had it, by the way, Pawn Stars is fake. Hate to break it down to you. So they pay these people to come in or they make some deal with these people to come in that have rare stuff. Uh, so he shows this thing and the guy at Pawn Stars goes, oh, these are making big bucks right now. It's a Mike Tyson's punch out, I think. Um, let me go talk to somebody from, uh, let me go talk to our expert. Their expert was from WADA. And who said it was worth money? Well, of course it's worth money. You fucking slabbed it. That you can't say that. There's like, oh, it's just this this whole this whole industry around it like is so horseshit right now. At game stores. So I have a sealed copy, and I'm I, I will open it eventually, even though it'll pain me to do so at the time. I have a sealed copy of Dragon Quest V on the DS. Right now, that's like two hundred something dollars. Your cartridge, like you have games right now that are worth a lot of money uh, at home, people listening. And I know, Ken, you probably do as well. Even uh, probably in cases. a box somewhere, yeah. But, but like, even though you got rid of cases, some discs, like if you have the Misadventures of Tron Bond, like a, a, a game store near me got a copy in. They didn't even list the price because, let's be honest, if you have to ask, it's too much. <laughs> I sold my copy of Tron Bond. I hope you sold it for quite a bit of money. Yeah, yeah, I got quite, I, I, I bought so, my PS4 Pro with. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, and, and and but that's because those games are not only rare, like the actual game itself is rare, but like they're they're printed in small numbers. But it's not like a super unreasonable amount in the grand scheme of things. This six hundred thousand dollars or whatever it was for the Mario, like there there's more copies of this potentially sitting somewhere sealed because people realize they're worth early on and just been sitting on copies i'm gonna be real honest with you me my son and my wife all just played through super mario brothers a few weeks ago 
Is it six hundred thousand dollars worth of game? No, no. But we it's had a good fun. game. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I got it. it. Was on my Switch. You know, I just booted up my Nintendo online and just played it. But like all the prices of the stuff that I like just mentioned, like the Tron Bond, that's like based on demand. Like there's rare games that don't sell for a lot of money. Oh yeah, just because nobody wants them. The um, Mega Man X games on Super Nintendo also brought me a pretty penny. Yeah. Because people want those games. This Mario, it's like, it's absurd, like, not logic price. Like, there's got to be something to it. I, I hate to say it, but it almost feels like money laundering type of stuff. Kind of. Like, it just, it's weird, and I don't understand it. Because, again, like, if you pick up a comic book that's old, the page, like, the oil in your fingers actually ruin it. Like, it, it, can, it can fall apart in your hands if it's poor enough. Like that's the reason why, like I think all the copies of uh, action comics one has like been put into slabs because they aren't making more of them. (laughs) They've pretty much found all the ones they're going to find and they are susceptible to the environment. Like, it just, this whole thing is fake. I I, I hate to say it, but it's like the, the great video game stuff is bullshit. Um, I'm not the best person to say talk against it, but fucking hate it. I hate it all. All right, we're gonna do some quick news hits here. Uh, EA has announced a next gen golf game, EA Sports PGA Tour. That's what it's called. There's a surprise. Um, bop bop bop. One point two patch for Cyberpunk is out. That game's still not out. I'm I'm still yep. mind and body that that game is not. I've out. heard it's way better. I don't know. I booted it, it up be. and walked in the city for like two minutes, and I was like, okay, I'm still waiting. And the Elder Scrolls Online will get an Xbox Series X and S and PS5 uh, patch in June. Makes sense. As will the Descenders, the the bike game from No More Robots. Oh, yeah, yeah, Yep, that's coming to get a patch in June as well. All right. Email time. Emails. I got a lot of them. Uh, First one's from Rick. He says, so my wife and I have been searching for a house for a few months now, and wow, the market is brutal. We finally landed one, and it gives me the opportunity to finally purchase my dream TV. I know some of the older 4K stuff is super cheap now, but what do I buy if I don't mind spending a little and want top quality? Thanks, y'all. Craig can frig right off. (laughs) Um, You know better than I do about this. Yes, and actually this just happened to me. So I had been looking at this TV for a while. Uh, I wanted to purchase it, but it is rather pricey, uh, depending on what size you want. But if you're looking for it for gaming, and movies, anything, you want to go with the LG OLED. Um, Now there is a new model that is just releasing this week, uh, which are the 1 models, the C1, the B1, the G1, all that stuff. The G1 is your top of the line, but... The one that I bought is the one that everybody's been talking about for the past year, like the game TV to buy because it has four 2.1 HDMI ports, supports 4K, 120, VRR, FreeSync, um, and as well as NVIDIA G-Sync. This TV's got it all, plus it's OLED. Uh, you can get a 55 for about 1500 I think, uh, which is what I paid for mine, and then the 65 is two grand. Um, but if you do want the newer models, you're going to be looking at probably about three to four grand. 
And from what I've heard, they're not significantly different than last year's. But if you do want to pick one of those up, I would recommend doing it soon. Because once the new models ship, they don't make the old ones anymore, which means they're going to be harder to find as the year goes on. Because a lot of people bought that TV. <laughs> a lot of people bought that TV. So, there you go. I'll have mine on Thursday. Fucking, fucking Best Buy Home Delivery was like, we'll deliver it between 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. Thanks. And I was like, if you're really going to show up at my door at 7 a.m. in the morning with a new OLED TV, I'll be up. <laughs> I'll be mad, but I'll be up. All right. Uh, next email comes from Daryl. Uh, he says, hello all. Just wanted to comment on a few things from the last show. Uh, right now, Xbox Live Gold includes multiplayer as well as a few free games each month. This is included in Game Pass Ultimate. The free Xbox Live Gold games for Xbox One that you get essentially are Game Pass games as you need to be subscribed to the service to, quote, own them. So they will eliminate Xbox Live Gold and have Game Pass just for Game Pass access to the hundreds of games. Game Pass Ultimate will be the next tier and include Game Pass games along with access to multiplayer and get a few free games basically the same as now. So Xbox Live Gold is redundant and will push people towards Game Pass Ultimate. Makes sense. Um, people are shitting on the free Xbox Live Gold games this month and praise the 10 or so free games on PlayStation games being offered this month. But it's no different than Game Pass. You pay a subscription fee for PlayStation Plus and get the handful of games, but get these 10 free. Just like you pay a subscription fee for Game Pass and get hundreds of games free. Both are good, so everybody needs to chill. That right there is the, the key comment. Um, you had talked about the lack of early PlayStation first-party games available. Well, the same goes for Xbox. Yeah, they both suck right now. Uh, there are tons of Xbox published games not available, which, since they publish them, I think allows them to re-release, such as Bloodwake, Sudeki, Azeric, Blinks, Brute Force, Mechasalt, Nightcaster, Rally Sport Challenge, among others. As far as I know, you cannot play these on 360 or Xbox One. Get with the program, Sony and Microsoft. Uh, yes, this is a jump back into Division 2 and playing solo, having a blast. I dropped off of it last year as it was way too hard solo, but when I jumped back in last month, it seemed manageable but challenging. I don't know if they nerfed the difficulty solo, but it is a lot better now. Gotta go. Take care. Uh, he is right about all of those games not being playable except Blinks. Blinks, is... Blinks 1. Yes. Blinks 2 is not. Blinks yes. 2 is not. Um, that was also a different publisher. That was um, not Microsoft. Give me a minute. I'm looking at my game. Um, but as far as those, while you're looking that up, but as far as the rest of those games, I don't think Microsoft is out here looking to do a remake of Bloodwake. No. Um, they're certainly not looking to do a remake of Azeric. I think some of those games may either just be technical looked, limitations or they may be licensing limitations. I looked up Sudeki because I couldn't remember what it was. In RPG I... boobies. Yes. Um... That's still available on Steam for six dollars. Yeah, and oh, um, I don't know. About maybe that. you don't um, play that game. Um, but I've like, like I don't remember this at all. Like I don't remember like even hearing about it before. I do now, looking at the screenshots. The Japanese artwork is far more appealing than whatever the fuck the American copy. Yeah, that that game. The terrible CG fucking pose, awful with a giant boob armor. Yeah, that game was not great. The, you know what the hook for that game was? Do you know? Do you remember what it was? 
Dude, I don't remember the game, so okay, of course not. Okay, so the hook for that game was is that it was a JRPG with blood and gore. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. So, let me, uh, let me just so we can roll back on Blinks 2. Yes. Blinks 2, the Masters of Time and Space. Yep. Developed by Artoon, source they came up again, and published by Microsoft Game Studios. I'm looking at my copy. I swore that was published by somebody else. Uh, not in Canada. And then the manual even upside down to have the pig controls on the other side. No, I'm looking at the U.S. box art. You're right. I swore that was published by somebody else, but I'm just misremembering. Okay. Also, they're going to do a remake of Sneakers. (laughs) I want you to know, I want you to know that I made my mother drive me. Was it my mother? Somebody drove me. No, they didn't drive me because I was old enough to drive by then. I remember going to Toys R Us and buying sneakers because that was the only place you could buy it. It was only available at Toys R Us. And you regret that drive ever since? Nah, I I I keep all that shit. You know what I mean? So, the one that I remember the most is having my mom drive me to get Chibi Robo. Mm. Um... It had to have been before I got a job, but anyways, I was probably cutting grass for my neighbor for money. Um, and God, you had way too much grass for what I was being paid. Anyways, um, and I finished it that weekend because like the way that Nintendo Power was promoting it, they were like, look at all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And they gave away how to access the end sequence. I mean, uh, and then I cried because that game was very sad. It's got some of the saddest music, and it's like, oh, look, he's a cute little robot, and then it's just this miserable story about energy consumption and being a burden on others, and it's like, this is this is terribly sad and depressing. Yeah. It's a really good game, though, and then they fucked it up in every single sequel. Uh, next email comes from Adam. He says, hey guys, finally picked up Assassin's Creed Origins. I haven't played an Ass Creed game since the Ezio games, and damn, I was missing out. Thanks for the recommendations. A few times you guys have talked about playing Origins before Odyssey. I'm just wondering, what are a few of the reasons? Is it the gameplay, the story, or quality of life improvements? I'm loving Origins right now, so I can't wait to see how it improves. Also, is Valhalla another step up, or, and are the story DLCs for these games worth it? This is good, um, this is a good Wombat question, really. Yeah, unfortunately he's not here. So from my understanding, talking to Ryan on a regular basis... And us having this conversation before, um, I've heard I, from my understanding, Odyssey plays better. Yes, it does. Uh, so just ha- say that it plays better and has the quality of life improvements. That's kind of the reason why you're not going to want to go back. I think also visually, it's more interesting than Origins. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just generally the step of if it's not a desert, it's more interesting. Um, but from what he said about Valhalla. It's not necessarily a step forward, but a weird like sidestep from Origins. Like it does something kind of different. Yeah, Valhalla for me, like I like Valhalla, but I think it's my least favorite of the new trilogy. I think I like Odyssey, then Origins, then Valhalla. I lo- I love the way Valhalla plays. It feels great, especially at sixty frames a second. But there's just something about the loop. That I was not like I don't dig the raids, and the raids are a big part of Valhalla. And I mean, the story's good in Valhalla. The stuff that 
you know, we can't talk about because it's spoilery is good. Um, but like the the overall loop of the general gameplay for me was not as good as Origins, and definitely not as good as Odyssey's a fucking masterpiece. Maybe we ask this question again when Ryan's here. It'll yep. be better. Yeah, I um, think so too. He's said, got like, a lot more hours in those games than I do. Odyssey, Odyssey. Like the, speaking of just the teams, if I'm correct, it's the same team that did Origins that did Odyssey, but mm. it's not the same team that did Odyssey for um, Valhalla. No, because that, that team went on to Odyssey do Immortals. Immortals. Yep. Let me just see here. I'm just gonna be. I don't Captain remember Google. if the Odyssey team did Origins or if that was a different team. I want to say that was a different team. I'm gonna look it up. You so, of Montreal, and then so no, so Ubisoft Montreal did Origin, Ubisoft Quebec did Odyssey, yeah, and then they did Immortals. Okay, that's and what that I same thought. team did Syndicate, so they seem to have a pretty good track record with open world stuff. They're they're kind of the new Call of Duty team you want to pay attention to. When they put and, out a new game, that's the one you want to play. You know what the funniest part is looking at their track record up until now? <clears throat> uh, let's start in 2006. Rainbow Six Critical Hour. Then they did Open Season based off the movie. Then they did Rainbow Six Vegas for PlayStation Portable, which actually was decent. Cranium Kabuki for Wii Surf's Up based off the movie. Battle of Giants Dinosaurs, which no one remembers that Battle of Giants series. For the Nintendo DS. My Stop Smoking Coach. Prince Persia of the Forgotten Sands on Wii, which is the best version of that game. Um, totally different story. Uh, Black, Eyes P- Black Eyed Peas Experience for the Wii. Power Up Heroes, which I've never even heard of. Marvel's Avengers Battle for Earth for Wii U and 360. I remember that game. Might and Magic Duel of Champions on iOS and Windows. And then they did a Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And boy, did they show off that they could make! Wow, they—they—that is like the ultimate glow up right there. Holy shit! And like, listen, I played Cranium Kabuki. Good. Uh, that version of uh, the Forgotten Sands on Wii is fantastic, and probably the version you should play if you're going to play one of those. Uh, has stuff to do with a genie. It's not attached to the other games in the series. And the Rainbow Six Vegas on PlayStation Portable is very good, but boy, none of those were like super noteworthy. And then they make Syndicate, which is probably the second best playing of the original games. I think four still is my favorite. But I mean, Black Flag Odyssey, was my favorite. That, yeah, four, four Black Flag. Yeah. Uh, all right, Antonio since Simo says, I don't know what to say. The tears I have shed in my life compare nothing that I have experienced in the past few days is my blood boils over the X-Bot in disguise that is Jim Ryan. I'm so sick with disgust that even my mom noticed when I did not emerge from the basement to feast on the Kraft macaroni and cheese she prepared and knows I love so much. First, he's going to give give away our baseballs. Then he's going to take away our retro catalogs. Jim has been brought. Jim has been bought by the Microsoft elites, and now we know it's only going to get worse. An orange traffic light is meant as a warning. I understand now the PS5 in rest mode was trying to warn us with an orange light. If only we'd been smart enough to figure out it beforehand. I ask all my Sony brethren to stay strong as we struggle through these dark times. And one last thing. If I start saying nice things about Xbox and Game Pass, it's not me. It's the vaccine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, um, it, it, I know he's doing that as a joke. He has a follow-up email, but so yes. There's so many people that probably feel that way. Legitimately feel that way. 
Yeah. Which is That's sad. scary about it. Uh, his follow-up email says, Game Pass just won't stop being amazing, will it? Now we uh, now we will get the best baseball game in the world for damn near free. I'm not really into sports games, but I'll give it a whirl. Really wish it was around when I was a teen whose parent could only afford a couple of games a year. Absolutely no reason not to have it. And it absolutely trumps whatever the hell Sony is doing. And and like I said to my dad uh, the other day, because, you know, I thought about it. Um, he was kind of upset when I told him the Bethesda news. Um even though he said it was dumb, I said, yeah, I fucking, I, I didn't say anything. In fact, I'm pretty sure I just told him, like, no, then it forces you to buy their console or not play it. And what are you going to choose? I'm not going to, I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you, Dad, like, a lot of people say I'm not going to. And then they do it. And then they do it because the next Elder Scrolls comes out and they're like, man, I really want to play that. But I said to him, like, you just buy an Xbox Series S. Yeah. And it's like, you buy Game Pass, and there's your money saved. Yeah, you're good to go. Two hundred ninety nine dollars plus fifteen bucks a month, and you got plenty of games. And unlike Sony, you'll actually have those for a while instead of their like discless system. They'll pop, they're like I barely see any of anyways. They still make them. I just can't see them making them much longer. Yeah, and I was wrong on that. I thought they were gonna try to push that one and. Get rid of the disc version, but I, uh, it's not looking that way. So see, I was right back when they announced it. I said they're using it as a as a Trojan horse. They're they're putting it out there to say they have a three hundred ninety nine dollar console, but they will not make those. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Uh, to the Twitter, Joseph says, "Hey guys, any re- this is a good question for you. Any recommendations on games to check out before the PSN store?" Closes. If you heard me writing notes in this episode, it was that going through just kind of a quick list. Um, so the, part of this is like has a weird caveat attached, and that is, um, if you can and if you're willing, uh, this only really helps on PlayStation Three because you can have multiple accounts. I have a Japanese account specifically because the there's stuff on PS3. You, you don't have it so much with PS4. Um, I'm sure there's a couple games, but for the most part, there's Japanese-only releases of games that you can buy. So let me just go through some of them. Um, Arkanoid Returns for PlayStation 1 is an extremely expensive PlayStation 1 game. However, you can get the digital version off of the PlayStation Store for cheap. So, it's just in Japan only. I got to stop you right there. Is it true what I read? that Sony has started removing some of the PS1 classics already? I, I'm i sure... So here's, here's, here's the thing with that. That could be true. I have not been staying on top of it. Um, but the thing that most people don't realize is they've been doing that all Yeah, so I, I knew that there the were some that were gone. Up, yeah. Like, hey, everybody, do you want to play uh, Vice City Stories? It's not a fucking available. <sighs> So the Grand Theft Auto games um, for the PSP, which were also on PS2, um, and that's the way I would suggest playing them um, because you have dual analog support, and I'll mention that a little bit later on other stuff. But you can easily find a copy of Liberty City Stories, but the Vice City Stories on PS2 is not really common at all. And now... That like that game has been removed for years. Station store. 
so I'm not surprised if they're already removing stuff, but I don't think it's tied to what's happening currently. I think it's just naturally what they've been doing all along. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, Arkanoid returns from the Japanese store, uh, LSD Dream Emulator, if you want to take a ride down that fucking lane. I mean, realize a lot of this stuff you can, um, emulate, so don't feel bad about doing that. If they're not selling it anymore, as soon as these games go fucking bye-bye, don't feel bad about stealing anything. It's the same thing I have with, uh, the Wii, uh, the Wii store. It's not the eShop. Pirate everything. Um, and, and there's there's people that are working on getting this stuff sort of backed up. Um, but anyways, uh, Robert Mondia, which is the third Jumping Flash game that was only released in Japan. Oh, yeah. Jumping Flash is the fucking bomb. Yes, it is. Um, give me a second. I'm just getting another pen to mark what I've already said. Um... And then the other one is X Troopers, which is a game that never came out over here. It is a now there's a lot more reading involved in this than there are in the other games that I mentioned, but uh, it is a anime styled game in the Lost Planet series that we just never got. Huh. So it's this like cell shaded Lost Planet game. Um, now. In stuff that you can easily get, because obviously that's some some niche stuff. And there's and there's more, of course. I, those are just some games I picked out because they had a very different selection of PS2 classics, which they didn't have nearly as many of as uh, the American store did. Um, uh, they had some of the Sega collections, but none, honestly, with the Sega collections at this point, just burn discs of them or put them on a hard drive, to play on PS2, or emulate the PS2 on your PC um, because those were all M2 collections. Um, there, there are some officially there. Figured I'd mention it while they're still for sale. Now, uh, the first thing I would do is, if you have a game that you're playing on the PS3 and there's DLC for it and it's only on PS3, buy that DLC, download it to your PS3. Um, the other option, and I've started doing that, is buy stuff on Xbox, if you have an Xbox as well, because they seem to be doing a better job of doing it. Or if it's on PC, do that. Um it sounds weird, but like some, some things are just not worth fighting it. Like you're going to have the cost of worry that what happens if my PlayStation dies, or you can just have it somewhere, especially if you can get it off like good old games or on a disc on Xbox or something, do that. Um, but like, so for, for instance, I loved Astro's wrath. That's a great game. And if you don't have, so it's only available on consoles. So if you don't have an Xbox, which is where I'd suggest playing it because you can play it on your current system, you can play it on Xbox Series X, um, forwards compa- or backwards compatible. Um, if you have a Sir's Wrath on PlayStation 3, download the DLC. That's the only way to get the ending. You have to pay for it. But, yeah, it's so stupid. Um, it is. And it, what's really disappointing is that it's, it is dis- it, it's, it's dumb, and now this game is going to be useless on PS3. A certain point, like there's, the resale value is going to drop drastically. Not that it's a very expensive game, but it's just like th- this game's kind of like coasterish. Um, it's it's like um, Chrome Hounds level almost massive like just, action game. Um, for PS2 stuff, uh, Fatal Frame games are on there for cheap. They're ten bucks a piece, or if not less. Uh, God Hand again, a game that's very expensive. 
Um, Tulip, a game that most people haven't heard of. Um, it's by the same team who did Moon, a remix RPG. Um, it's very weird. It's experimental. It's charming. But you're not going to find a physical copy of it. So this might be the last chance to, you know, legally buy it. Um, do Rygar is another one that does go for a bit of money. There's the Wii version's cheap. Don't play that version. That's a very bad version. They redid the character to be an anime. It, it's bad. Anyways, um, going through some other PS3 stuff. Uh, Infamous Festival of Blood. Uh, that might be on the Infamous collection as on uh, that they released on disc, but I don't think so. I think it might have been DLC still. So get that downloaded. Um, so all the Ratchet and Clank games are on disc, except for Ratchet Deadlocked. So if you want to play Deadlocked, which is probably I thought the Quest least... for Booty was. Oh, and Quest for Booty. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, Quest so for Booty Quest was for Booty... a digital only game. Unless you have a European copy. Those are very expensive. Yeah, get Quest for Booty and get Ratchet Deadlocked. Then you can have pretty much everything up until the Ratchet and Clank remake on PS4 on your PS3. Um, The game Tokyo Jungle, it is available on disc in one of the collections. It also has Sound Shapes, Fat Princess, and something else. But uh, Tokyo Jungle is a bizarre game, and it basically only exists on uh, PlayStation Network. Um, sort of for PSP stuff, uh, you know, Castlevania Dracula X Chronicles, that's a very good collection. Uh, it's got Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood and Lockable in it, which are the same versions you can buy on PS4. However, it also has a full 3D, 2.5D remake of, um, Rondo of Blood that's very good. Daxter is one of the few, uh, PlayStation games that did not get a PS2 release. Ratchet and Clank Deadlock, uh, Ratchet and Clank, um, Size Matters, uh, Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy, I think is what it's called. Uh, or no, sorry, The Lost Frontier, um, and Secret Agent Clank all received PS2 versions. They're not common. Um, they're not expensive, but they're just not common. Uh, so, if you want those games, you might want to get them. But Daxter is stuck to PSP and PS Vita. It's a very good game. It's a very weird game uh, in comparison to the others, but it's you know stands alongside. It's uh, it plays more like Jack and Daxter than it does Jack Two. Um, you get Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops and Peace Walker. Um, now, if you have the disc versions of the HD collection, Peace Walker is included on there. But they are not inclu- it's not included for some reason in the digital versions of the Metal Gear Solid HD collections. It's a separate SKU. Uh, on Xbox, at least, it's a separate download. Yeah, so it's a separate. So it might be, it might even be a separate download on the disc, but I think it's actually on the Blu-ray. Um, but regardless, get it while you can. Um, same with Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops. I know that's not everybody's favorite game. Not Plus. Do not buy Plus. Plus doesn't have a story. Plus is just the multiplayer stuff. But um, Portable Ops is a very good game. It's uh, smaller maps, and then you can like recruit people and send them out different ways. Um, the entire Padapon series Pat-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. is kind of locked there um, because they only did Padapon and Padapon 2 for PS4. Um, and I don't think they're doing Padapon 3. So if you want the Padapon series, plus 3 has a bunch of DLC. Um, Castlevania Chronicles, another PlayStation 1 game that's very expensive just a remake of the first game with a bunch of different changes, but it's the only way to play it. All the Square RPGs. Um, 
you can get Final Fantasy one. So if you have, if you're playing it on the Vita, you can get Final Fantasy one, two, three, four. Three, by the way, is a remake of the or is a port of the DS game to uh, PSP. Four is part of the four collection. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and ten two are on Vita. Um, the Vita cartridge only has ten on it, so ten two is a download. Um, so you can get up to ten two on Vita. So that's one to ten, and then the ten sequel. Um, but I mean, there's other stuff. There's um, oh god, what's the one? Um, that has the people from Final Fantasy like twelve in it. Um, but it's like a yeah, it's a real time combat game too. Um, can I, I need your help? Here? I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, a Final Fantasy game? No, it's it's really to Final Fantasy, but it's a Vagrant it's a, Story. Oh, Vagrant Story. That's, Vagrant does Story. that have Final Fantasy people in it? I didn't remember that. Yeah, that's a ta- that's the Final Fantasy twelve world. It's oh, actually it's a dungeon in the Final crawler. Fantasy. Yeah, but it's but it's another Square RPG. So it's just like all the Square RPGs that are like, and all the RPGs that are PlayStation One based that are stuck there, like Chrono Cross. Like, if you want to play that and you want to officially buy it, and you don't want to buy the disc, that's the way to buy. It. Like that way, you can play it on your Vita or whatever. Um, Mega Man Legends One and Two. Speaking of expensive games. Some people do. Same with Misadventures of Tron Bond, which is like ten bucks. Yeah, you don't need to um, buy that either. Persona, Persona Four, Persona Three Portable. I think some of the other Persona games are there, but again, like those are going to be lost. Silent Hill One, that's a two hundred dollar game on disc. Uh it's might even be six dollars on PlayStation Network. So, um, if you're looking at Vita stuff, uh, the first. Earth Defense Force game on Vita is a remake of the very good 360 game Earth Defense Force 2017. It's the only one that I'd really recommend on Vita. I'd pick that up uh, if that's their type of thing. Clonoa, Door to Phantom Isle, another rare game that goes for a lot of money. Tomba 1 and 2. And then uh, it, my, my list is just kind of a short list of stuff I like that I have. That, that was short? Shut up. <laughs> um... Me and my Katamari is the last one. It's the only Katamari game that's uh, stuck on the PSP. Um, it does exist physically, but again, like, you can play it on your Vita stuff. Like this is kind of a mess. Um, I wish it was a year that they're giving us, but get out your wallet. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, Sorry, moving on. No, no. People ask. You had the answer. We're good to go. Curtis says, what a time to be a gamer. MLB The Show, day one in Game Pass, and the internet is on fire. Some people are even saying Jim Ryan must go. And people don't like Jim Ryan. I mean, Jim Ryan doesn't help himself when he goes, I don't understand why anyone would look at... Oh, I understand you're a sociopath who doesn't understand how people can be nostalgic and enjoy things because that's literally what you have to do in your position is be a sociopath that just crushes things to make more money for the investors. However, shut your fucking mouth and do your job and be quiet about it and maybe people won't hate you. I love Gabe Logan's running animation. Give it to me all day with the square taser. Siphon filter for life. 
Oh god, see, I didn't even know because I've never played. Oh, I just god. know about the taser, dude. You gotta look at a, look up a running animation of Gabe. Oh, Logan. his body. I know his body switches. I just didn't. He know looks like a GI Joe figure. It's it's yeah, his awesome. Body turns one way and then his legs are like the other way around. Yeah, it's awesome. Hey, you know what? As far as it goes in early 3D animation, they solved the problem by just doing it. That's right. That's right. Mookie says a few months ago I started to like F1 and player uh, good, and played a good amount of hours of the 2018 version compared to the 2011 one. I wonder if there are any fans of the sport and who are your top current driver and who's your all-time fave, even if it's Hamilton. I don't know anything about F1. Yeah, me neither. The only thing I know is like, um, it's not my thing. Uh, but I mean, if you want to talk about people that like, is it a sport or not? That fucking F one is a sport. They have to maintain so much like knowledge about their fucking vehicles. Their tires just uh, it could explode and shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know anything. I know playing but the not video, my jam. playing the video games. They they give me a headache because it's so hard to turn. Yeah. Uh, he also says, any tips uh, for recovering from muscle spasms? Been stressing my muscles out lately and recently overdid it last Friday night. Playing soccer after 20 years of absence. Holy shit, did you stretch? I hope you stretched um, before you played soccer for the first time in 20 years. I would do the same thing, Ken, and then wonder why I'm sore. So, um... My son my my son was like trying to learn how to do push ups the other day and I was like, I gotta show him how to do it, but like I stretch beforehand, everybody's making fun of me. I was like, dude, if you don't stretch at like forty plus before you do some workouts, you oh you gonna throw something out. <laughs> I still creaked um, and cracked like a twenty year old chair as I went up and down though. The only thing I can recommend when I get like sore and stuff is um everybody would think rub a five three five but I swear that barely works I mean it works it just doesn't like kick in the Volterran um v o l t a r e n um look into that there's probably an equivalent uh, I don't know where that's sold across the world but like whatever that stuff is the extra strength version always like and it doesn't have a lot of smell or anything either so not bike it in. Fucking Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, like horse tranquilizers. Really, that's the shit right there. You just... I'm not even saying the equivalent for humans. I mean, just take the horse tranquilizer and jab it into your leg and let your worries disappear. Put it in your butt. You want to be able to sit down after. Eh. Eh. Uh, finally, David says, Happy Easter, buddy, guys. I can't believe it's April already. Looking forward to some nice weather. Yeah. yeah. It was nice this weekend. I, I got outside and worked out in the yard for like five hours. Oh, good. So, when I was out last weekend, it snowed up where I was, and I wasn't even that far north. It snowed here last week. Like, one day it got super cold because my wife couldn't put her plants out in the garden. Like, she's she's just starting the garden, so she's putting them out for like a few hours every day. Uh, before she moves them to the actual garden. Uh, but there was actually a day this week where we could not, she could not put them out because it was too cold. But yeah, I was out all day Saturday. Um, I did all the yard work. I mowed the grass, did the weed eating, uh, tore down the playset. Like I was, I was rolling, man. Then I carried all the wood up to the front. Now I got to saw it, saw it down. So 
do manly things in my, my backyard. Um, I have a weird question for you, and I mean, maybe this was no. Did you know that there's a fully playable native 4K port of Time Splitters 2 hidden in the arcade machine in front of the revolution? Yeah, I've mentioned it on the show several times. I fucking clearly forget that fact all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I played it uh, when I was messing around Homefront. There's an arcade machine that you can find, I think, in one of the safe houses, and you can just pop in it. It literally loads you into Time Splitters. Yeah. Oh, fucking shit. I missed it while I was playing the game. Well, you should go back and play it. It's pretty good. It it feels good to play Time Splitters with modern controls. Because I've I've tried to go back and play Time Splitters on like the PS2 and the GameCube and it's just it don't feel right. Yeah. Not to mention the PS2 has the worst analog sticks in history. The only thing it has really good of is its its face buttons and everything else kind of sucks. Yeah, I remember the face buttons because it was it was a Kojima thing, right? They were pressure sensitive. Yeah. So you could like slowly pull the gun up in Metal Gear Solid 2 or like lower it. Yeah, they were used about as much as uh, something that was isn't used much. I, I've clearly phoned that one in. You did phone that in. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's I used about as much as the analog nub on the 3DS. Uh, there you go. There's your... Speaking of things that Kojima used. Yeah. I mean... The port of Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> Say what you want about him, but <clears throat> he does like to use the obscure features of every console. So Wish he had used the the light on the uh, top of the controller and Death Stranding more than just baby's emotions. Because trust me, I can tell when the baby's crying. Really? <laughs> what its emotions is, yeah. <sighs> um, that's it. Though that's all the tweets that I have. That's all the. Sorry, we went two hours with two of us, so. I mean, we always do. Yeah, well, today was a little bit different. I had to list off a bunch of games to save. Yeah, the it's crazy, man. It's a it's a weird time. Like MLB the Show on Game Pass, PlayStation shutting down the PlayStation Store, Nintendo executing Mario, cats and dogs living together. Yeah, and like it, like just to let everybody know, all the WiiWare stuff was kind of saved. Shh, don't tell anyone. I don't think like Nintendo you, cares. No, but like that, but like people are like, oh, and all the WiiWare stuff is gone, and all that. Well, not really. I only remember like that, one game that I played on that. What the fuck was it? It was re- like some kind of wind blowing game or something. Lost Winds. Yeah, that. I and they were smart. That that developer was smart enough to port to PC within the last five years. So, here's my advice: Sony don't give a fuck about legacy. Not so, anymore, no. If you Which were... is funny, because Astrobot <laughs> is kind of built on that. Yeah, it's like, look at all this stuff that was... Like, Astrobot was the biggest cock tease in history. They're like, look at all this stuff you remember. <laughs> Get a good look now, because it's and going then, away. And then, and then the little polygon Jim Ryan comes out with a shotgun, and you just see him shoot all the things you love. It'd, it'd be great if he popped out, like if they patched Astrobot, that he pops out now and he starts wiggling his finger. He's like, ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word. We're making it all go away. Some Dennis yeah. Nedry vibes up in this bitch. 
Um, if you want to tweet at us, at M4G Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at ztgd. The site is ztgd content. Check out Phoenix Down running Lost Odyssey right now when Drew has time. Because Drew ain't got time for shit. Drew didn't even respond to my question in the email the other day. Like, that's how little time he has. I asked him if he was playing Outriders because I was like, well, we get a third. Play some Outriders. And he didn't even respond. So, fuck you, Drew. El bastardo. I love you. (laughs) God. Pulled out that fucking book. Oh. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) That is like the most fucking outlandish accent. I feel like he's four, it's like two steps away from going, if you don't love your wife, I will. Like, all right, you fucking creep. Stop shaking the hips. There's yeah, a, I, I do hope at some point in the game he asks me if I know what a plethora is. He, there is a part in the game where you can hear him like wondering if he's saying the right things. Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> oh. Like he doesn't know you're listening in. Oh, my God. That game. And he's like, maybe I have to do more hip motion. <laughs> <laughs> He is constantly doing the hip motion. Yeah, and he looks like he's straight out of like ukulele and and um, Viva Pinata. Yeah, he is definitely a rare character. <laughs> Holy shit! Anyway, yeah. that that is the show for this week. And unless you have anything else, because there ain't nobody else here, we'll get out of here. Alrighty, and it goes something like this. <laughs>